your listening pleasure, the Digimon Bath Podcast. From the ashes of COVID-19, we are reborn such as the Phoenix. Four friends brave the impending doom to tell about all things nerdy while enjoying adult beverages. Welcome back to the Digital Bath Podcast. How's it going, everyone? It's actually great to be back. Uh, of course, your boys are here, the four horsemen, back again, man. It's it's kind of nice to finally be doing this again. Uh to my front and center here, we got Dakota Burton, the redhead, the bearded one. Former redhead. Former redhead, that's right. Yeah, it's all gone now. Mm-hmm. Yep, he shaved Did his head. Did you shave your head? Yeah, he shaved his head. No, when you get older, <laughs> it starts to go away. It shaves itself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Well, uh, speaking of that, to my right, again, the uh, silky smooth voice of Jesse Boteo. How you doing, man? I'm great. How are you? Oh, not bad, not bad at all. And to my left, we have Robo Chris. Uh, <laughs> Chris is, uh, he's got a little bit of a situation with his uh, immune system, so he decided not to come out. Alive, you're listening to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he sounds like a robot, so we just have him through uh, Discord right now. Uh, so just not Discord. Discord, yeah, exactly. Not Discord. Discord. <laughs> and then, like I said, guys, it's breaking up real bad. I'm just gonna just quit forever. I think. So. Oh yeah. Oh, it's not all right. You, it's well, me. we'll see you when you're off parole. Yep. All right, man. It's, see you this, later. Makes it easier for us. We were just gonna let you go anyway. Um, <laughs> so then, of course, it's me, the mini fridge, Nick Savannah, coming back at you, and we are gonna head straight into the news. Uh, well, what do, what do you guys have for what's been going on since we, whew, we took a break? That's a big question. What hasn't been going on? What right? day is it? It's the 20th of some month. It's not the 20th. It's not. It's Dude, the 16th. It really? It's no. the 17th. 17th. It's the 17th. Nobody knows. I, say, I can say I, whatever I, I want. I, yeah. No one listens to us anyway. Like 20 minutes ago. Well, you got a I would say for most of our listeners, we've all uh, been slowly getting out of this quarantine business, and the movie industry has been completely rocked by um, everything that's happened. I think it's kind of funny to look back on it now, but I was talking about all the delays uh, that happened um, before kind of the quarantine happened, which is everything. Mm -hmm. Uh, But uh, there's been an interesting uh, resurgence of drive-in theaters being used um, for lots of different things. Kind of a cool uh, event, uh, whether you like country or not. Uh, Keith Urban, uh, which is a pretty notable notable country star, um, hosted a drive-in concert that people actually went to and all stayed in their vehicles um, and were able to listen to his concert all while staying socially distanced um, and provided entertainment in a way that you know we can't do currently, which is be next to each other listening to the live music. Um, so it's been interesting to see also pop-ups of weddings. There's been actually weddings done where uh, they have like a big screen uh, up there and people have um, either driven through or done drive-in theaters uh, and also have uh, uh, streamed basically their their wedding events. So people are finding ways to still host some of their big events that obviously have been 
hugely derailed by um, this limitation on how many people can be next to each other. Uh, but the interesting factor is that obviously movie theaters are closed. Um, I think it's interesting to think about even when we're able to go to movie theaters, how many of us are going to feel safe actually going to theaters, sitting next to somebody that has a cough or, you know, it's, it's uh, how, how clean are these movie theaters going to be? Right. Um, I don't know if everyone saw the fiasco with uh, Universal yeah, sure and did. AMC. Uh, Universal released their pretty notable Trolls movie, the sequel to the first one. <laughs> their pretty notable Trolls movie. Might be up for Oscars, who fucking knows. Uh, <laughs> and thank God, because I've been waiting. You Well, so has all the kids, Chris. Kids don't even know what Trolls are. Yes, they do. They're, they're voiced by Justin Timberlake and Anna Kendrick. That's all they know. I didn't even know that, so great. Well, there you go. Okay. But uh, AMC has said that they are no longer uh, going to play Universal movies in their theaters, which, good fucking luck with that. Um, I, I think I, that it's just a power move. That's all it is by AMC. Against, against who? Against Universal. They're trying, to, they're trying to play the power move to get better deals. That's my opinion on it. Because obviously, I think in the long run, they're, they're not going to say, we'll never show Universal movies. Because if Universal comes out with a huge AAA title or whatever it might well, be. Well, Fast and Furious is one of their biggest franchises, has the most diverse mm-hmm. main cast out of almost any blockbuster movie. Um, so I think that's a huge mistake from Exactly. That's, that's a perfect movie for a drive-in, though. That is. You're right. That'll be interesting if drive-in theaters do get... Or a drive-by. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen the movies, but... Uh, uh, what's or interesting... Like a, what are those things called? Like a dumpster? You could just put it in there? Like you <laughs> from the dumpster? And it would probably be uh, better. I, I believe uh, the Trolls World Tour, which is the second Trolls movie, actually had more success than the original Trolls movie being released as a straight-to-home movie. Uh, uh, rental release. Yeah. Why do you keep bringing up Trolls? Because that's the movie that came out. That's the movie that, that Universal came out with straight to the uh, movie. That's what we can also talk about. Fiasco. We can also talk about Scoob uh, mm. by Warner Brothers, the Scooby-Doo movie animated that just got released as well as a uh, straight to home theater release and it is actually doing really well also yep. because of it. Yeah, I I don't know. That I just think it's a power move because I think they're, what they're trying to do is say, well, you kind of screwed us, let's create better deals. And then I... I personally think here in the next few weeks, maybe a month, I don't know, they'll say, oh, we are actually, we created a deal with Universal and we're going to start showing their stuff again. Um, how many people think that movie ticket prices could go up again? I think they should go down. If mm-hmm. they're if they're expecting any type of, uh, I think, <clears throat> benefits or, or at least profits, um, I think they'll get more people going to movies if the price is down. Um I think loyalty memberships will rise, um, and in a way that will reward people for actually going to the movies. Um, but the summer blockbuster this year is essentially dead. We we have three movies left that will actually be coming out in the summer. Um, July seventeenth, we have the Tenant, which is that um, uh, Christopher Nolan movie. Uh, July twenty fourth, we have Mulan, and then August fourteenth, we have Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four. So, and that's about the only three movies that actually still kind of kept their summertime release at this point. So, um, they're going to be begging for people to go see movies at this point. Mm-hmm. Yep, hundred percent agree. So, uh, yeah, I 
yeah, definitely will like uh, the listeners' opinions if you guys think that uh, movie theaters are going to be fine and things are going to go back to normal, or if you think that we're going to definitely see. I think we're going to see an increase in uh, home release movies. I welcome the impending doom of the movie theater. I think that it's gotten over bloated and that costs way too much to go see a movie. I don't know. If, I don't know if I agree with impending doom. Because there's still there's still something about going to a movie yeah, I, and having fun. I, I local I theaters, sure. Right, I could give a shit less about AMC or I, Regal or any of those big ones. I I welcome the the notion that they might have to change the way they do things and decrease prices and kind of go about it in a different way. Because you're also talking about if you, I don't want to get it political, but you're also talking about people losing their jobs. So that's the only other thing that I'm kind of like, eh, I don't know if I welcome the impending doom of it, but definitely changing the way they do things. Fuck them. <laughs> what do you think, Chris? Wow. Oh, I'm sorry, Robo Chris. Robo Chris. Thank you for addressing me properly. <laughs> <laughs> Although I would like to state that I'm going to start going by my wasteland name now, which is uh, Hyena. <laughs> Okay, okay, hyena. Okay, hyena. I'm not fucking calling you that. What's, Shazi, what's the one from Lion King? I don't fucking remember. Anyway, go ahead. Mufasa? Uh, the hyena. I came to that conclusion because I eat a lot of trash and laugh a lot. So, I feel like it's probably my Wasteland Warlord name. <laughs> Even though I won't go outside. I was going to say Wasteland Warlord can't go All outside. All right, Mad Max. Are you on topic or not? Yeah, of course. Uh, I am ready for movie theaters to die. You guys know I don't really go to movie theaters, and I haven't for... The last one I went and saw was Endgame, and I was mad that they didn't have an intermission for a bathroom break, so... Dude, I kind of agree I'm with ready. that. You just need a, a poop I'm, bag. I, I'm not that far from having to have one, like, for real, so I definitely don't want one. Yeah. Shit, that got real. <laughs> Oof. Oh. Yeah, the shit would be real in the poop bag. That's oh, very true. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, my topic. Bro, dead. why have they not put? Why have they not put toilets in movie theaters? Wait, 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 I'm sorry. Me? I'm sorry. Where do you put wait, the wait. shit in the movie theater? There's 100 percent toilets in my seat. What? That's because I don't really want to be watching a movie. <laughs> yeah, and just in the background, I'll be like, <laughs> or the guy next like, to you is like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just mine's out of paper. Can I have some of yours? <laughs> Ew! They called me a madman. <sighs> okay. Anyway, hey, Dakota, let me tell you something though, real quick. Every seat is a toilet seat if you're brave. Mm. <laughs> or <laughs> if you're brave or lazy. <laughs> All right, Chris. What's your news topic? Um, I am super pumped. Uh, I I don't know if I'm going to be buying a console day one. I can't. I did it before, and I feel like you're an unpaid, unpaid beta tester, right? Everybody knows that. But Xbox got me kind of hyped up with Scorn. I, uh, I, it looks like it looks like Silent Hill and a Tool album got together and made it an ugly, ugly baby. And I am super. I keep watching the trailer. I watch the old gameplay. I still don't know what the hell is going on, and that makes me very excited. Yeah, it's uh. It's a weird looking game, man. Did you ever did you ever watch the any of the beta let's plays that uh, released on the PC? Um, I didn't watch. I watched gameplay of it, of course, but I don't know that I specifically watched beta PC gameplay. I just watched several different things about it and went back and watched them again recently because I'm like, what is going on? Did Did you play um, Agony RC? I'm gonna call you RC now. By the way, he's hyena. 
Oh, RCA. Why would I be RC? Because you're Robo Chris. We'll call you RCA. That'd be RK. Oh crap! You're right. Hey, uh, <laughs> Jesse, how long have you known me? <laughs> uh, like two days. Two days. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm, I feel like it's only a few minutes because now I'm Robo Chris. <laughs> but also, the old me before I was put into the web and this- stuck here for the rest of my life. Apparently, <laughs> my name started with a K. You're right. Bro. I feel like you do that. I did know that. This is so surreal because yeah. you, we're talking to a fucking computer. Yeah, we keep, <laughs> yes, we keep looking over at so the computer like, like you're looking in there. there. Like, oh, that's amazing. It, it's kind of like you're actually like introduced into the cloud. <laughs> real, real quick, can you, you just shove some Cheez-Its into, into some opening on that real quick? So I no. Like a... Put it in the IP port and just call it good. <laughs> that sounds awful. Uh, uh, is that what you call it, the IP port? Yeah, Chris, did, port. You, did you play or look up uh, uh, Agony gameplay at all? Look, I, I wanted to play Agony so bad, and then I convinced, I don't know if you remember him, let's just call him by his street name, Sash. Oh, God. Are you really going to bring that guy no, into no, our no, podcast? No, 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 Go no, ahead, just, keep just going. Just keep going. Keep going. I, can, I convinced Sash to buy it day one, and uh, We're going to bleep that name it. out. Oh, yes, we will. We'll use an effect for that name. It'll sound cool. Go on. Sorry, you convinced that person to buy that game, and what happened? Yes, and, and he, he said it was, like, the worst thing he'd ever played, and I was hoping that he would let me buy it from him at a discounted rate, but he, like, traded it in the next day, so... Here's my concern. I, I think Scorn is is very... looking similar, at gameplay-wise, to Agony. Have you seen anything uh, that makes it look like it will be different or be a better game than that? Uh, I feel like my hopes and dreams are kind of... well. Agony didn't really have a lot of combat, not a lot of combat. It has some anything. Scorn, Scorn actually has combat. Like you literally find this like flesh gun that you load these pellets into. It's a first-person shooter. I mean, you find these weapons that you can actually fire off at enemies and everything. Like what? Like what kind of weapons? Uh, If there's one thing I know about, it's about shooting off my flesh gun. So I feel like I'm. (laughs) It's a game for you. (laughs) Well, not anymore, Robot Chris. (laughs) Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, flesh gun. Sorry about that. Anyway, <laughs> only only we could go from scorn to flesh gun. So, well, there it is. Yeah, it looks. I feel like it's a real easy transition with scorn though, because there is definitely a flesh gun in there. Yes, please. Let's stop saying flesh gun. FG for short. Uh, yeah, is that what our, our listeners RK are going to be called? FG. Our listeners are going to be called flesh guns. No, <laughs> what up, you flesh guns? <laughs> hey, listeners, what do you want to be called? Like, let us know in the in the comments below. Don't forget to smash that bell for all of our notifications. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, we don't have a bell. <laughs> hey like guys, a... what's going on? <laughs> it's your boy. Hi, you know. This episode brought to you by Raid Shadow Legends uh, and uh, v- uh, Express VPN. Not sponsored by any one of those. Not we're not sponsored. Yep. Uh, Rayons is the big thing now. Raycons. Raycons. That's oh, what it is. Yeah, Ray- Rayon straight to your brain is the big <laughs> thing right now. <laughs> directly to the forehead. Uh, um, I'm crazy excited for Ghost of Tsushima, especially after that 18 minute gameplay trailer, which was actually a gameplay trailer, unlike the whole Xbox event that happened. We won't talk uh, about that yet. Yeah. yeah. Um, but um, I, I was. Somewhat excited for that game when they originally announced it. They announced it pretty close to when uh, Sekiro was announced also. Yes. And Sekiro kind of 
not only was it coming out earlier, and that's why it kind of took a lot of the, you know, momentum of that genre of game, but it was also done by From Software, and, you know, everybody loves Dark Souls and Bloodborne. So, Ghost of Tsushima, I was like, okay, I'm kind of looking forward to that, and then I just saw this 18-minute gameplay trailer, and I was super impressed with what I saw. Um, it's the game is to me like a third person feudal Japan version of Skyrim. It had a very similar feel to that of the open world and the exploration. Uh, there's very, very minimal hub. So you don't really have a necessarily like a, uh, a mini map on at any point or even like where your objective is. You actually choose a little uh, button uh, and it wind starts to, to blow in the direction of where your objective is. And that's kind of how you figure out where to go. Um, not only that, but in the open world, to help you understand where you go for objection or objectives or missions, there are uh, different things if you want to discover new areas, like you'll see smoke somewhere, and that's like an area you can go uh, discover, or you'll be in a path, and all of a sudden you'll see broken branches, and you can kind of follow mm. that with like blood on it or something like that, and it'll take you to some side mission. So it's very interactive in that sense. and Immersive. Yeah, very immersive. Um hmm. Well, it's made by Sucker Punch, who did Infamous and um, the Sly Cooper series. So I'm sure there's going to be some dope ass traversal yeah. and climbing and sneaking and. There very much is, yes. Uh, it in also like smoke and dense fog. Like if you're in fog and the fog's kind of denser in some area of the of the forest that you're near, there's probably something over there that you can go do or discover or fight, whatever it might be. Um, is, animals. Sorry. This is this a very grounded game. It seems to be grounded in reality. In, yes. There's, there's like, effects to it that make it look not. But, but you're not fighting, like, demons like you are in Sekiro. Not that I saw. Not that I've seen yet. You're the ghost. Yeah. You uh, are the ghost. Okay. Yes. He'll probably talk about that. So, there could be later on in the game, and that could be something that happens that's part of the story for all we know. But as of right now, it's pretty much all humans. Okay. Um, animals can lead you to specific things. Like, foxes can take you to shrines. So, if you find a fox... He'll literally lead you to a shrine that you can. It's real life. I can't trust a fox again. What? Not after the last time. A, oh shit, Chris, you're there. Yeah, go ahead. How many? Um, and I think I'm using the correct term. How many foxen did you see in the game so far? Well, it was an 18 minute gameplay trailer, so like two. Okay, so not like a whole herd of foxen. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> what? What? What is the plural for fox? Foxes. That's what I'm. Are you He's saying fox in, fox in box and socks and fox and what does it matter? I just wondered. <laughs> Look, <laughs> if, the, if it's he's a question, yeah, <laughs> if he's gonna pre-order it, he needs to know how many foxes. <laughs> twelve at any given time. Yeah, no, no less than twelve, or you don't have my money. Uh, exactly, it makes sense to me. I just wondered. There is platforming elements, of course. There is climbing. There's. Uh, Traversing scaffolding and stuff that people have set up on cliffs, jumping from, you know, clifftop to clifftop, whatever it might be. I like to jump off cliffs. Hmm. <laughs> haven't succeeded yet. <laughs> I'm not good at it. <laughs> Obviously not. You're still here. Uh, so the next thing is combat as... <laughs> hey, I got a lot to go over if you want me Jesus to do this Christ. shit. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. All right. So there's... Read you little notes. A couple of... Uh, there's definitely different ways you can play the game. Uh, they showed two of, of kind of the quote-unquote classes. Uh, the first one they showed was Samurai. Uh, I would it, hope so. Well, yeah. <laughs> That's just what it's called. That's what the class name is called, buddy. Samurai. Samurai. 
Uh, of course, that's more of a straightforward go in and attack. And it looked like a lot of the combat was focused on honor because they would see you and they wouldn't necessarily straight up attack you. You would go and you would challenge them. And there was a button for a standoff. And they would wait till you did that, and mm. then you would actually, like, start to fight. And it's not something where it's a hack and slash where this one guy takes, like, five, six, seven, eight slashes to die. It's it's very grounded in reality. It's like Red Dead. Like Bushido Blade. It's, it's, yes. like a, it's like a duel in Red Dead. Yeah, and you literally, like, go in, and your sword might hit once, and then you slash him down, and he's dead. Or you might cut off their arm, and they fall. Like, it's, That's it's cool. pretty grounded in reality, and I was... What'd you say, Chris? I said, it's just a flesh wound. <laughs> <laughs> no, you did. Yep. Um, no, you did. It's, it, and it's very accurate, too. Um, you know, even from the things where, where, where he kind of flings the blade to get the blood off of his uh, off of his weapon and stuff. Off you know, his flesh gun. Off his flesh no, gun. No, that's a sword, but oh, that's the same thing. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> okay. And then after the battle is done, <laughs> the samurai bows to the dead. So a lot of honor involved with it. Uh, and then they showed combat as the ghost, the ghost of uh, Tsushima. Um, that one, of course, stealthy. It's it's all about stealth and coming in and trying Ninja. to yep find different ways to take out the objective or all the people in that area without being heard or seen. Of course, you don't use your katana as often. You do use it, but it's a lot of daggers and bow. Um, in those situations... There's no standoff or anything like that. So if they see you and you've already taken out their guys, they're just straight up attacking you. Um, if somebody sees you and you're um, playing that stealthy ghost, you one-on-one -on -one matches aren't necessarily the best. So you can utilize smoke bombs and stuff to blind them or stagger them. So you can either get away or get, get behind them and get a shot in on them. Uh, and they did a really good job of kind of showing the differences in the combat styles. Um those are kind of the two that they show when it comes to the combat, which I there's going to be more in different ways you can play, obviously, but I, I really like those. And then last, customization. Uh, everything, every piece of armor that you get isn't just for show. Uh, it actually helps you if you decide to play the samurai or the ghosts. Like, it gives you different advantages uh, in the game. Um, but the cool thing is, if you want to take it a step further and you really want to customize your guy... You can find uh, dye flowers uh, all over the maps, and you can actually dye all the pieces of your armor to make it look exactly how you want to make it look. Which I'm I'm all about customizing things like that. I think that's really cool, being able to make my character, you know, different whatever color I want to put on his armor. I, I'd like to be able to do that. In his flesh gun. In his flesh gun. Uh, and then there's Samurai Cinema. Which is really cool. This is probably one of the things I'm most excited about. Yeah, you can play the entire game in black and white with a film grain like the old school samurai uh, pictures. It's uh, it's really neat. They showed a little bit of it. Uh, it even uh, kind of turns up the volume and the gain on the, uh, the music and stuff. So it kind of makes it sound a little cheesier in a way. They actually add more wind effects and rain effects or, you know... Uh, leaf or you know flowers being blown through the air so it gives it that just that really old school uh like kung fu or samurai yeah. paired film. with the japanese dub i think it's gonna be really cool mm -hmm. so i'm excited for that that's just kind of a breakdown it, and i mean obviously you can go to youtube and watch that entire thing um me talking about it's cool but i mean watching that video and especially in 4k is it's beautiful very yojimbo vibes mm -hmm. very cool very very cool i'm excited as hell for that one so check it out if you're interested in open world like feudal japan type game it's it's gonna be i think it's gonna be very good 
Before the Avengers, Spider-Man teamed up with a different group of unlikely heroes. Mm-hmm. Fantastic Four. Boba Fett, Darth Maul, Tony Hawk. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Tony Hawk Pro Skater. It's coming back. Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2. Uh, they just announced that they are doing a remaster of the first two games. Um, so when when those sequels aren't working, just go back to what works, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> no, no peripheral required. Um, so it's actually, it's going to be... Um, it's going to be on PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Um, it's going to bring back all the classic spots from the first two games. Um, I don't know if it's confirmed yet on if we're going to get the same soundtrack, but they made it a big point in the trailer to say that, you know, you're still going to get tracks that you would expect to be in a Tony Hawk Pro Skater game. So I know for a lot of people, the soundtracks are, you know, one of their favorite parts. And oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I've bonded with people just talking about the, the Pro Skater soundtrack. Yeah, so. some of my tastes in music today are because of that game. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, all yep. the way through, like, American Wasteland. I'm like, which one? Oh, yeah, it was in that one. Okay, yep. thank you. And uh, so, yeah, so they're going to be bringing that back. Um, looks beautiful. It's going to be 4K... 4K graphics, um, 60 frames per second. Like I said, PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Sorry, Switch, you're going to have to not play it. So, damn. Um, coming out on September 4th of this year. Are you at a drive-thru? He's at a, P- he's Robo a PC. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I don't, he's, he's worldwide, baby. So, yeah, it's actually, it's being made by uh, Vicarious Visions, who did the Crash Bandicoot uh, Insane Trilogy for the PS4 and Xbox One. So, so what you're saying is this is going to be super difficult. Yeah, they're going <laughs> to add in, they're oh, gonna add in a slide mechanic when you're trying to grind and you're just going to fall the fuck off your board. <laughs> no. Um, the one thing I was waiting for for the trailer was to like see like Tony step off his board like they did back in the day when the Underground series came out. But I think you're gonna be I think you're gonna be nailed to the board. So, but it, it from what I saw, it is a complete just like remake of the it, game. Absolutely, so, yeah. uh, from the ground up, all those uh, you know all the your favorite spots and game modes I think are gonna be back. The combo modes uh, as well as I believe local and yeah. online multiplayer. So <laughs> I mean, can can anyone remind me of the last Tony Hawk game? What was that? Was that a sequel to the original? The last was Tony Hawk game was Tony Hawk Pro Skater 5. It, okay, so mm-hmm. it was a sequel to like the original It was supposedly of... a cash grab to keep the license going by oh, Activision. Okay. So Did that, it have Weezy in it? It had, a little, it had a little Tucci in it, yeah. Hmm. Okay, thanks. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, so... Okay. I, didn't you can't, I, have no, I have no feelings on Tony Hawk 5. You 1 and 2, I can talk to you all day about right. the music being paramount to me if they don't have the original tracks i'm gonna be upset who are your guys's favorite skaters to play as bucky lassick oh yeah bucky lassick was really good or um Ooh. um the um what did i call that where you're on one one side of your board um manual yes what's his name Emmanuel uh, Lewis. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, Samuel Emanuel. Yep, that's him. <laughs> that's funny. But, uh, yeah, so it, it's looking at least like they're going to be bringing back a lot of the classic characters that we played as. Uh, I've not seen if there's going to be new characters, um, but... Not new characters, but they are introducing aged characters. Are they really? So oh, Tony wow. Hawk and all of them who are in the game are actually going to be... I, I don't know if it's going to be like a skin or if they're just going to look the way they do now. 
So that's one thing that they released recently. So it, yes, it's a remake, but it's not like, you know, oh, this is young Tony Hawk or right. Bam Margera, whoever it was. It's you are getting them now. Does Bam Margera still feel on, still fit on a single skateboard? No. Dude, I don't fucking know. <laughs> uh, I mean, he was on Dr. Phil trying to get his feelings all sorted. Rodney Mullen. Rodney Mullen. Yep. What does that have to do with the manual? Because it has he was an M in it. Right. Yeah. Oh, it has M and M's in it. Right. And his yeah. middle name is Manual. Yeah. But I yeah, it'll uh, for that. <laughs> it'll be coming out for thirty nine ninety nine. Um Great price. It, what, what was that? That's cheap for two games. I know for two like from the ground up rebuilt games. And uh, it's gonna actually it has a special edition coming out that comes with a full skateboard. It doesn't have the uh, the wheels on it, but you get the full deck. So you can um, Get it on it and your wheels. I think it's a hundred, but I could be wrong. I don't know how much skateboards go for these days. I'm sure our local Zoomies is going to offer that collection. So <laughs> can't wait. Can, do kids even know what skateboards are? Do kids know who Tony Stock? Tony Stock? Tony Stock. Tony Stark. <laughs> Built when, it in a cave. When, when I was a kid, Tony Hawk was the Tony. Uh, but yeah, so I mean, it'll be interesting to see how well it does. I mean, obviously, people our age um, and Chris's robot age are, you know. Definitely fans of that series, but it I'm has to be in the robot world. <laughs> <laughs> but it uh, has definitely fallen off in yeah. the, the last decade. So no, but it's exciting and coming from a studio that did a great remake trilogy beforehand. I mean, I've got some confidence in it. So mm-hmm. me too. I'm I'm excited for it. Well, guys, I got one thing that I kind of talked to you about a little bit, Chris. I don't know if I talked to you about this. You have, you have a, it's not a, it's not a news article. I'm going to do something before we lead into the main topics. Why are you like looking at me all sexy when you say that? Yeah, he I did, just look at people. He, sexy. he looked real coy. Like, yeah. yeah, it was like basic instincts with the chair. Except I didn't see. <laughs> except I didn't see his vagina. Yeah. <laughs> Most paused moment in any movie. Yeah, it is. It, at least at the potato house. Oh God! I'm okay. going. <laughs> I'm going to go through a list of movies. That I have come up with, and I explained the plot very, very badly, and I want to see if you guys can get what movie I'm talking about. Alright? Sure. Do I get to see the list too? No. Okay. This is for all of you. Okay. Alright? So, I gave I gave you guys one the other day. I kind of tested it out on you a little bit. Chris, I don't know, I don't think I did this with you, but I'm going to go ahead and do this one just so the listeners can hear it and see if you can get it, okay? Game time, here we okay. go. All right. So this one's just for me, the first one. The first one is, yes. So, right. an immature man-child drives, slices, and cuts against other men to pay back his grandmother's taxes. Uh, shit. <laughs> I got, I got nothing. I got... You want to hear it again, or are you just are you just done? Yeah, one more time. All right. An immature man-child drives, slices, and cuts against other men to pay back his grandmother's taxes. I'm going to do terrible at this game, man. You said that before, and then all of a sudden you started guessing some shit last time when we were playing the, uh, the lyrics game. Aren't you tapped into, like, the internet? I mean, I, I could, but I choose not to. There you go. You know, because I... I'm also in my in my real life. I'm older, so I'm afraid of the internet. <laughs> you were like down download the Discord, and I was like, "What kind of newfangled?" You give up, you give up? Oh, dude, I gave up a long time ago. Okay. I was just stalling. All right, Happy Gilmore. 
I hate you. <laughs> I knew it was. I knew it wasn't going to be something about actually slicing. Right. Yeah. All, all I my head was karate movies, and I, <laughs> that's the sign of my my old age before I was put into the internet. You want to live karate movies? <laughs> Those kung fu movies. All right, next one. Be martial arts. It was karate. This is for everyone now. All right. A family's first a family's first Airbnb experience goes horribly wrong when it's vandalized by the father. Airbnb experience? Uh, is it the the, fog? Sh- the shining? The shining is correct. Uh, <laughs> one point for Dakota. <laughs> <clears throat> that yeah. wasn't an Airbnb. It's not an Airbnb. That's why it's explained uh, a movie badly. Come on. You'll get it. I was You'll like, they would have gotten it. a refund if it was an Airbnb. <laughs> yeah. That All was right. his job. Next one. A drug addicted girl takes advantage of a mentally challenged boy for three decades. Forrest Gump. That's right. <laughs> one point for Jesse. Chris's early yep. life? I don't know. <laughs> wow. Ooh, Ooh man. Ooh. That's some real shit going on right now. Okay. Uh, a cult. Are you talking about my mom, bro? What the? <laughs> no one knows. Let's just let's leave it at that. Uh, <laughs> a cult leader and his brainwashed town seek to murder their new resident just for doing his job. Uh, the Wicker Man. Incorrect. Hot Fuzz. Hot Fuzz is correct. Oh, nice. Robo Chris. <laughs> We're tied up. We're all tied up. All right. Okay, so this one, this one's probably going to be pretty easy. I expect one of you to get this pretty quickly. A wisecracking boiler technician teaches high school students to believe in their dreams. Final destination. <laughs> oh, I know, A it, is. I know what it is. Can I re-guess? Boiler yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yes. Okay. Nightmare on Elm Street is correct. You should have to wait if you guess wrong. I feel like there should be a cool down period. Look, this ain't this, Call of Duty. Yeah, this okay? isn't Call of Duty, dude. Yeah, there's no gulag. Welcome to the gulag. All right. An emotionally unstable rich man terrorizes mentally ill citizens to save a city. Batman. Correct. Definitely Batman. <laughs> All right. A lost girl persuades three men to help murder a lonely woman for cute shoes. Uh, Wizard of Oz. Correct. Damn. <laughs> That's, my, That's my movie. Dakota's in the lead. Yep. With three. Oh, shit. All right, a small town doctor brings three people closer together. Human centipede. Yeah. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> also, my favorite movie. <laughs> uh, uh. All right. An office worker is in for the adventure of his life when he is peer pressured into taking drugs. Matrix. Correct. Damn, God Dakota damn, Dakota. It. He's on it. I, I see the numbers. <laughs> What does that mean? A lonely man takes advantage of an unconscious woman while seven other guys watch. Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Seven. Correct. Yeah. I just said Are you guys dwarves. even in the fucking room with me? <laughs> no. Well, one of them says not, literally. Just so you know, yeah. I've seen three of the movies that I've gotten so far in the last month. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, <laughs> makes sense, I guess. Well, lucky you. Human Centipede not being one of them. <laughs> uh, a helpful man teaches a woman how to... Pro- What'd you say? What was that robot, Chris? I was much like my Call of Duty playing, the only time I'm losing is because of the lag. I feel like that's what's happening here. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. Do you need, like, a lag. solid three seconds? That's too much for him. 
Yes. Did you see that? Did you see that lack there? Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right. A helpful man teaches a woman how to properly use skincare products. One more time. A helpful man teaches a woman how to properly use skincare products. Oh, this is a horror movie for sure. Death becomes her. Incorrect. Skincare products. Uh, 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 Carrie? Mm-mm. No, because blood fell on her. Oh. I don't know. Nope. Sandlot. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, say it one more time. All right. A helpful man teaches a woman how to properly use skincare products. Oh, uh, Silence of the Lambs. Silence of the Lambs is correct. Oh, oh, yeah, dude, Goodbye Horses is a good song, by the way. Yeah, right? I, I remember hearing that not too long ago, actually. Yeah, yeah. especially when you're wearing dude, a woman's skin. Dude, if you look it up on Spotify, there's like a thousand different versions of that song. It's very popular. <laughs> that, yeah. that, thanks, Robot Chris. <laughs> yeah, um, and you wonder where we heard it recently. Uh, <laughs> it was me. Yep. <laughs> okay. Uh, religious zealots kidnap a child for a cult and an eventual marriage to an older politician. This is Resident Evil Four. I don't fucking know. <laughs> it's not a movie. Taken? No. Religious zealots kidnap a child for a cult and an and an eventual marriage to an older politician. Star Wars? Which one? Episode one. Yeah. <laughs> Padme's a politician and Jedi's a religion. <laughs> okay. You hate my life. Oh, uh, all right. Last one. Last one, and we're done. Dakota, you know what? You win, but this last one is worth eighteen points. Sweet. Oh, no. So yes. All right. Let's go. It's now, anyone's game. This one's going to be difficult because not everybody has seen this movie. But when you well, hear not everyone it, has seen every movie. When you hear it, you'll be like, "Oh shit!" Okay. I mean, a confused, drunken, middle-aged man puts his friends in danger when he mistakes a dangerous mission for a paying gig. He's drunken, elderly man? A confused, drunken, middle-aged man puts his friends in danger when he mistakes a dangerous mission for a paying gig. <laughs> Captain America Civil War. No. <laughs> drunken. Uh-huh. That's the part I'm caught up on. Uh, puts his friends in danger? Armageddon. Avengers Endgame. No. Drunken. Avengers Infinity War. Iron Man 2. Mm-mm. No. Incorrect. Drunken. Is it in the Marvel Universe? No. It, oh, I'll, I'll give you a hint. It does have to deal with space, though. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Incorrect. Say the whole thing again now that I know it's space. Okay. A confused, drunken, middle-aged man puts his friends in danger when he mistakes a dangerous mission for a paying gig. Alien. No. Aliens. No. I feel like it should be right. I don't know. <laughs> Have I seen the movie? I don't know. Has Chris seen the movie? I don't know. Has Jesse seen it? I don't know! Have you seen it? Yes! Okay. A lot. That doesn't help me. Spice Wise. Serenity. No. Incorrect. All incorrect. Drunken middle age. I don't know. He's How drunk. Lone Star's movie? drunk a lot. How old is the movie? Uh, let's see. It, I think it came out in. It was like two thousand. I wasn't even born yet. What? I just can't. Yeah, two thousand, two thousand one. Maybe I was still in my first marriage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. You guys give up? Yes. No. Oh, okay. Come on. Let's read it one more time. 
Last time. Okay. A confused, drunken, middle-aged man puts his friends in danger when he mistakes a dangerous mission for a paying gig. I'll give you one more hint. Okay. Alan okay. Rickman is in it. Galaxy Quest. That's mm. right. Galaxy Quest is correct. Galaxy Quest. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'm so. the rain man of this <laughs> of this game. <laughs> yeah. You win, Dakota. You win. You won with a bunch of like 20-something-odd points. Good job. Awesome. Well, I'm done for the day. See, See you, man. Bye, man. Here. Don't come back bye, now, you hear? Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Well, he's gone forever. Oh, he's so back. saying we should go get another drink right now? Yes, go, you have the opportunity. Wow, thanks for getting me one. Right. This Did is, you ask for one? This is... Will you, will you please get me one? You need to... I would appreciate top it. on this one. What is happening? I walked past your wife and she said there's a baby in the wall. That's scary. I don't know what that means. I didn't put it there. In her vaginal wall. No, stop. <laughs> you have to pay for that. You don't have to. And blood. You're doing it wrong if you haven't if you're having to pay for it. Okay. And welcome back, everyone. <laughs> oh wait, Chris went to get a drink. Are you back yet, Robo Chris? Just chill. We're not obviously gonna have this in the podcast. No, no. We could have whatever we, we want. Can, yeah. We could do this all like reverse. So Oh, we probably just said some weird shit. Yeah, we summoned a demon. So good luck. Stuff. That's how you say stuff backwards. Fuck. 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 Poos. <laughs> <laughs> uh, say that one more. Poos. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. Hey, what about this one, guys? Ooh, Ooh I don't get it. Lovel. Wow. What's level Lovel. backwards? Lovel. <laughs> Lovel. Elf. The alpha. <laughs> what? I don't know. Chris? Back again. I'm back. I'm back. Are you back in the Matrix? I am back. He's on. Right. Anyway. Great. So, on to the topic at hand. Let's talk about what we did in the 30 to 40 days we were on lockdown. Uh, I mean, I can't talk about... Some of the stuff I did. It was so long. This isn't that kind of podcast, but it can be. Oh, let's uh, let's guys join our jo- join our digital bath uh, OnlyFans, and we will uh, hook you up with all the exclusive content. This is a weird podcast. Why? <laughs> I think it's the perfect podcast. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Uh, what you guys got? What you guys do? Robo Chris, what'd you do? Uh. I played a stupid amount of Call of Duty. <laughs> I know, I was there for a lot of it. We did join you. surprised. What? But there's still like, uh, I don't know how many days left in the season pass. How close uh, are you? Like, oh, I'm, I, it says, like, if I go to match summary, it's like, there, there's nothing else. You're, you're, you're done. You've done all 100 levels? Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. So, be honest, uh, Chris. Do you feel like you did better... With us or without us? Um, so anyway, then I also played... Uh, <laughs> Hold on, Chris. No, I... Who, no, listen. Who was listen. your favorite person to play with? Ooh. Myself. Oh! No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, yeah! Come on, Robot Chris. We'll turn the power off. Which one was I'm, your favorite? I'm just saying there was only one win uh, on our side, and that was with Jesse and I, so... But think about all those times we plundered. Look... If you guys are trying to make me pick a favorite friend out of you three, it's Jesse. Yes! I fucking knew it. I don't really Thank care. You, I don't really care. Fine, whatever. <laughs> We're brothers. We're like Chicano brothers. We except are. Except I'm not Mexican. Don't tell them that. 
You could I mean, Robo Chris is technically <laughs> he's Robo Chris Holmes. <laughs> Chris, I legit thought you were part Mexican for a while because you like low key said it in a sentence once as a joke, and I took it seriously. And you always carry a knife. Well, okay, so I always carry two knives, but I mean, yeah, just one. <laughs> <laughs> but also, that doesn't necessarily mean that you are, uh, in fact. Mexican. Hispanic. Uh, Mexican. Hispanic. I, I don't even know the correct term. That's how not Mexican. Hispanic I am. Hispanics, it, you say Hispanic if, like, you like you don't want to try to pinpoint it, and then you say, like, Mexican if you actually know they're Mexican. Okay, so I did the uh, 23 in me, and actually, I have a lot of relatives that came through Mexico, but they were... <laughs> Before that, it wasn't the Germans, was like, it? <laughs> 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 they definitely tried to do that. <laughs> Paperclip that went to Mexico. They were like, "Fuck that shit! I'm not staying in America." All right, so Warzone, so, zone, so Call, Call of Duty. <laughs> do you feel like you got better during this quarantine because you had so much time to play, or was this no different for you? Uh, I feel like I got better. I, I I got to the point where I was doing like the meta game thing that I do, where I'm like using different like i kill a guy i have to use his weapon to get kills now oh i kill another guy now i have to go find him his corpse of course i'm going to get his money because i usually play plunder mode and then i have to use his weapon because that's how uh deep into the game i got that i was playing a game within the game does that make sense yeah i mean no but that actually sounds like a lot of fun though if we like we would all play together and we'd be like okay so the rules when we play now is if you do A, then you have to do B now. See, it's fun for Chris. Right. It's not so fun for us because we're not as good as him. Yeah, but it, I still think that'd be fun. <laughs> I what the the most fun I had was, of course, when we were all playing together, and mostly, you know, Jesse was hanging back and doing his snipey snipey thing, and I was running out into the fray to get all the money. <laughs> yep. And and I, I don't I don't care about dying in the game. I care about doing cool shit. And that's what—that's kind of what I felt like we were doing was a lot of cool shit. I, I like—I like how he was like. I, I love it when I play with you guys and Jesse sniped and I went out and then he just disregarded what. Yeah, I was kind of waiting for my call out, but um, that's why you're in a computer now. So, look, did you put Dakota him in there? did a lot of cool stuff, and uh, the other guy did too. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But I, I don't. I specifically remember Jesse being like, I'm not actually going to go fight anybody. I'm going to stay back here. <laughs> <laughs> Am I the guy from Mad TV? Yeah. Stuart, yeah. I, I just want to snipe know. all the people. Look what I can do. You've got to get out there and fight them. No. You do it. I'll just shoot him from here. That, yeah. And I, I remember, you know, being in the fray with Nick, and I remember being in the fray with Dakota, and I remember Jesse being like, fuck this shit, I'm out. <laughs> Basically, yeah, you're right. Jesse, like a smart person. Jesse's a very defensive player in most games that he does. In, in, when and in life, he's just defensive all the yeah, time. Yeah, I'm like a turtle. Well, what I mean by that is, yeah, he, he tends to like kind of hold back and kind of sneaks around. He, he never camps. He's not so much that he's a camper or anything like that, but he definitely like, he definitely takes his time and makes sure he looks at his surroundings. And my dumbass, I'm just like, well, I'm running out in this giant open field to see if I can find anybody, and I'm dead. <laughs> yeah, I'm, well, some, I'm somewhere in the middle, and then I usually just see like, Chris just, I'm like, Chris, there's guys that has, how do you want to do it? And he's like naked on top of a golf cart with like a fucking assault rifle in his hands. Just, I'm like, okay, that's what we're doing. Let's Play, go. Playing Eye of the Tiger. Yeah. Right? Like, <laughs> and then there's me sitting there like, well, there he goes. Yeah. 
the, oh, the <laughs> just boy got at it again. Chris, if like an apocalypse ever actually happened and we were like having to like hold out somewhere and there were a bunch of guys coming, if all you said was airport to me, I knew exact I would know exactly what we needed to do. So <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. If if we were all hanging out and it was post apocalyptic and, and I think it I felt like it was my time to go, I would just be like, All right guys, I'm gonna GTA five it and you would see me run out in combat boots and and track shorts, no shirt with a ski mask on and a knife and you'd be like he's going it, it, it's like the scene in predator where the native guy is like it's it's my time he is the one you know yeah i relate <laughs> those two just I bet, <laughs> didn't that guy get like like despined yeah cuz that's what chris is saying yeah okay yeah if it was just my time to die you would know cuz i would just be like Yo. i've got to put on the, the hockey mask <laughs> i'm i'm going to go okay. no so uh, call of duty <laughs> Speaking of the uh, the Predator, I, the other thing I played a shit ton of is Predator Hunting Grounds. Is that like like where you? Who's that guy from uh, Dateline? Chris, Chris Hansen. Hansen. Is that like? Do you play as Chris Hansen? Predator. All I know is there were some matches where I was like, uh, "Have a cookie, go ahead." Uh, sit down and talk with me oh. for no. Oh. I never. I was like, "Where is this going?" <laughs> yeah, we all just looked at each other like, "Oh wait, what?" Uh, you, didn't you ever watch that to catch a predator? Yes. Have where a he cookie. Was like, sit down, have a cookie, and the people are Put like, "Oh, down. okay." Yeah, set the condoms down. Have a cookie. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So no, seriously though, I yeah. did play a seriously. shit ton, and you know what I did twice? Play it. Play the predator. You know, I, I literally played as the predator two times. Why is that? You like the group mechanic? No, not at all. Uh, because you have to, if, if you're going to join a fire team match to go against the Predator, your wait is 30 to 45 seconds, maybe a minute once in a while. Ugh. If you want to be a Predator, check again tomorrow and see if it loaded you up yet. That's... Damn. Ooh. Because everybody's uh, trying to play the Predator. Yeah, yeah, and, and there's one predator to four people in the in the game mode. It's it's asymmetrical gameplay. There's a fire team versus one predator, and then there's uh, NPCs, and they're the stupidest NPCs I think I've seen. But they're PlayStation One level NPCs. They're wor- nice. Are they worse? Are they worse than Sheva from Resident Evil Five? Oh, I don't know because I stopped playing that game pretty quickly. What? But I would because say because of Sheva. Yes. So that's that's interesting because. I play, and Jesse plays, um, Dead by Daylight, and at least when I play on PS4, it's way faster for me to be the killer than to be one of the uh, four um, Survivor party members. So that's interesting. It's like the complete opposite for Predator. Yeah. But you just said... I'm sorry, so let me hear again. How long does it take to get into a game as the Marines? 45 seconds to a minute. Yeah, a minute, interesting. minute and a half, Very and you talked. Hmm. But then, like, you just don't... Like, what's the longest you waited to try to be the Predator? Probably 17 minutes. Good God. That, and, I mean, that was... Uh, I was I was exaggerating. Normally, it's around 10 minutes, but That's I don't still crazy. Enough. That's still crazy, though. That's a long wait time to get I, into a match. I mean, that's how long it takes if you want to play Survivor on PS4 on Dead mm, by Daylight. That's the longest I've ever waited, though. Uh, I see it Luckily, I'm not a fan of that game, so I don't have to worry about yeah. it. Let me, let me just interrupt and say, you know I'm Team Alien. When it's Alien versus Predator, you know I'm Team Alien, so I just want to kill the Predator. Okay. I don't want to be him. Even though the predator would annihilate an alien, 
What? Uh, really? Talk to Grid. Here's the Grid argument. God damn. It took a nuclear explosion to stop Grid. He had already killed two predators. I'm just saying. So one, one net. One net-headed alien killed two predators. Well, so I'm just saying. All I'm saying, there wouldn't even be aliens without Predator. Yeah, dead silence, punk. I think it was actually an android, which I am now he, one of. Right now, Chris is pushing up his glasses. Actually, I think it was uh, one of these things De- here. In, depending uh, on the really Scott cannon or versus or the Fox more, cannon. <laughs> more anime style, where he pushes, pushes his glasses yeah, up and, and like, it shines. He's like, you fools. Actually, yeah. <laughs> so, okay, okay. So, okay. Is, 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 so, is Predator worth the price of admission right now? It's only forty bucks. It's a ton of fun. That's two thirds uh, the price of a normal game. Okay, what? That's two thirds the cost of a normal game. That's still expensive. Right. It's it's super fun. Uh, let me just say the coolest thing that happened in 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 Predator Hunting Grounds, and then I'll leave it alone. Okay. Okay. So the rest of my team gets killed because they're off fighting the predator while I'm out searching. Again, I don't care about the team. I'm I'm looking for. There's there's currency in the game that you can find on its own. It's like flashing purple stuff that you go find, and then you can buy stupid shit. Okay. Uh huh. You can open boxes with it, and you you can buy all the accessories and stuff like that. And that's what I'm concerned about. I don't care about my teammates. Fuck them. They suck. Okay. Just like the so, people that work for AMC. Right. Just like my teammates in Call of Duty Plunder Mode. You oh. guys. I don't care. You can go die. No, I'm kidding. Well, you already did. Okay, so I, I'm, I'm, I hear, I hear the predator sounds. Can you uh, like, imitate that? Yeah, for us, what's please? that? What would that sound like? Oh, that's not bad. <laughs> Hopefully, that wasn't you slapping your ball sack. He's <laughs> <laughs> just hitting his dick in his. <laughs> yeah, you're slapping the dick on the. <laughs> He's coming. And for some reason, even though you're not in the predator's head, you can hear the vision changes like the. Show. Sure. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Not as good that one, Chris. Yes, like, no, I love like, it though. <laughs> and then you hear, and then and then he had the decoy, so it was like over here, over here, over here, and I was like, all oh, my teammates are dead, dude. No one's, no one's here. <laughs> so you? I knew it was my time. So I, I I walked out into this into this water into into a river basically, but it had like a waterfall on one side, and it looked kind of cinematic. And I just pulled out my knife and the predator shot at me a couple times and I kind of dodged it. And then I was doing the squat stand up thing. Yeah. Like was, I was teabagging him, but he wasn't under me. Right. And then dropped down into the water, made himself visible like a predator would in the water. And he, <laughs> he squatted and stood up, squatted and stood up. And we, we went at it with a knife and a blade. And, uh, you know, what happened next is uh, I died in, like, two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> there was honor between us. So he respected and, uh, you, but killed you like oh, the he, dog you are. He <laughs> annihilated me in two seconds. Well, you can, you, can, uh, you can parry, and I got, like, two parries in, so I was like, holy shit, I'm, I'm a bad, and then I was dead. Is there more than uh, one map in that game? Yeah. Uh, there's different areas of a very similar map. Map. Um, did it's, you... like a, it's like a really big map, and you're only in small parts of it. There's like four different areas, but it's very similar areas. How long does a match last? Uh, 
when I was the predator, it lasted about two minutes because I immediately went and killed them and ripped their heads off. Because I, I, I don't know, I don't know how it works, but I spawned very near to them. And I feel like there's some predators who are like, oh, I'm going to play with these guys. I was like, I have one mission and that's kill these four people. Did, so, did you see they're adding Arnie in? I did. I was going to bring that up. Thanks for taking that away from me. I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> there's going to be four DLCs. No way. First, yeah. Who's going to be in it? I don't know. Dylan, Arnie? I don't know. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Jean Claude Van Damme. Let's get that I reference. Wished. Do you the get that reference? Yeah. That they cut out because it was awful. Mm-hmm. He just all, the whole time you're the predator. It's just. It's just JCVD going, it's so hot here. It's not comfortable. I, uh, I, uh, why is why, he German? Why, why can't I do the splits? Because I don't know how to speak like I'm from Brussels. <laughs> I, people eat those. I should talk like an American, like Street Fighter. Well, like a robot American. I'll, I'll be Guile from Street Fighter. I don't, <laughs> I don't know the connection there. I'm getting lost. Help me back. Anyway, four DLCs. And the first one is Arnie. I really hope it's the second one is the guy from Lethal Weapon. Oh, uh, yeah. Don, yeah, Dan, Dan, Donnie Don, Glover. Childish Gambino? No. No. The OG. Danny Glover. Danny Glover, yeah. Damn and it. I just want to run around with a big ass. I'm too old for this shit. I'm getting shit. Yeah. He's in, um, he's in Dead by Daylight. His character from Dan. Saw is, yeah, Danny Glover's character. From where? From Saw. He's in Saw 1. He is? Yes. Yes, 100%. Yes, Detective Tap is in... Uh, he's the survivor oh, that was yeah. added to Dead by Daylight. Cool. I'm more of a collector collection guy over Saw. I'm just saying. And that's why we'll only be, like, pretty good friends. Yeah. Well, that and you suck at plunder, apparently. So he just yeah. doesn't... Yeah. I ain't okay. good at that plunder. Wow. Alright. Someone else go. Oh, okay. Um... I'll go. I'll talk about um, one of my most anticipated releases ever. Animal Crossing. No. Damn uh, it. Uh, although, although I did play that, but no. Um, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Never heard of it. Is that a remake? Yeah. yeah. What's it? What is that? It is a remake of Final Fantasy VII. Mm. Oh. Yeah. So is that the seventh game in the Final Fantasy franchise? Awful. Absolutely not. It's not. No. 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 Uh, so I used it may not be. <laughs> No, it's not. No, there was other Final Fantasies that were... Anyway, uh, so I... Final Fantasy VII, to me, is one of the most important pieces of nerd culture and uh, gaming I've ever experienced, personally. It has kind of shaped the way I uh, like video games and what I what I want out of them, because the the story and everything about it just absolutely enthralled me. I remember there was a night where I was playing it and I looked at the clock. It was like 10 o'clock. I had to be up early the next morning to go to church because I was young and I was forced to go to church. And I was like, okay, yeah, I got plenty of time. And I literally remember the next time looking at the clock and I'm like, oh my God, it is 6 a.m. And I had no idea. I just played that game all night without even realizing time was a construct. So... I absolutely love that game and everything about it. So when they originally showed the PS3 tech demo <laughs> way back in the day, of course, I, you know, I'm a fanboy and I'm just like, 
oh man, they're making a Final Fantasy VII remake. Oh, you know, just super excited. But then Square did their thing when it didn't come out for ten years. I was gonna say, did you, did you used to have like a big dog as well, like and, a Great Dane? And Final Fantasy VII. Red, red no, 13. I'm asking Nick if he did, because it sounded like he used to solve mysteries in a van with friends. and In a van down by the river? <laughs> no, it's like, hey, Scoop! But during uh, the PS3 era... during for picking up throwing down there. <laughs> yeah, during the PS3 era, that was when Square was very comfortable just blatantly lying to all of us. Well, and it wasn't even a lie. They literally launched it as a tech demo. It was literally called a tech demo, and then afterwards they were like, we're not releasing this game. Which, at the time, they were telling the truth, because nothing ever came about it forever. Like, they, they had no plans. Fast forward, of course, to, what, 2016? Was it 2016? And they finally reveal that they're actually doing the remake. They and revealed it four years ago? Yep. Mm-hmm. So, let me ask you, um, do you feel like this new remake is as revolutionary as the original game? Of course not. It is not as revolutionary. No way. This game is... I personally absolutely loved this game. I, I'm i still playing it. I'm going through hard mode. I'm, I, I, I've heard hard mode is impossible. It's fucking difficult. It's pretty stupid, but I'm getting there. I've beaten like all the regular missions and stuff on hard mode, but I haven't gone back through and done some of the uh, optional bosses and stuff that you can do. Because, uh, no thanks. Because even some of the regular bosses, I was just like, okay, I'm having a difficult time right now. I need to come back later. Um, I I loved it. And there's going to be purists out there and traditionalists who, they're like, oh man, you changed this. And while, yes, they did change some things, they didn't really take away anything important from the original game, especially in the first area in Midgar. They didn't take away anything important. They did add some stuff, and they did kind of changed some pieces here and there, but they kept the story the same to an extent. Um, the things that they added kind of added on top of what the story actually or originally was. So there's nothing that has completely like, oh, we're going to, we're all of a sudden going to left field. Now, because of how it ends, which I'm going to try to make this as spoiler free as I can. Yeah, because I don't know. Yeah, uh, because of how it ends, it might veer completely off kilter in the future that's what i heard but they they have since come out and said no 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 we're not going to veer completely off kilter there might be some different things yes but it's not it's still going to be follow the pathway of the original final fantasy 7 um i the the battle system in this game magnificent Uh, amazing for an rpg absolutely beautiful what 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 is that you including the fact that you can waste your limit breaks a lot? So I have an area where I'm going to talk about my my, okay. my gripes I'll, with the game. I'll bookmark that page. Yeah, yeah, I have my area where I'm going to talk about my gripes because don't get me wrong, as much as I loved it, I have my my gripes with it. He has his gripes with it. My I gripe. don't like gripes. <clears throat> okay. Could you um, describe your gripes with it? Okay. Anyway, uh, <laughs> what about Grimes? <clears throat> I, gripes. The of course it looks beautiful. Obviously, right? It, it, they, there's no argument that Square Enix can make a beautiful game. Right. Absolutely. Um, but the 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 story aspect of it, the add-ons to it, I don't feel took away from it at all. It only made it better. 
it 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 del- uh, delved into some backstory to to characters that it didn't before. Certain things that would happen in the original game to uh, characters, you were kind of like, oh, that sucks, and that was it. And in this game, it happens to them, and you're like, oh shit, like it it hits you in the feels. There was a couple times, and part of this is because I'm so so nostalgic from the game. You know, I'm, there's a lot of nostalgia there, um, and I absolutely love it. But I got I got kind of emotional, which was weird for me. I was like, oh shit, this is fucking sad. Like, I'm getting a little teary-eyed, like the first five minutes of Last of Us. And yeah. <laughs> It's like any time a new Fifinger album comes out for you. Mm, no, it's been a while for that, buddy. It's been a while? It, it, yeah, it's been a while oh, for that. Oh, God. <laughs> well, but not... you did get teary-eyed for a Fifinger album? Is that what I'm... I'm sure someone's gotten teary-eyed over Five Fingers. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> so... Um, I suggest checking it out if you're interested in getting into the Final Fantasy universe. Um, I, I, I absolutely loved it. I played it pretty much day and night during, uh, during the lockdown when I could. Uh, of course I took breaks and I played Apex and Call of Duty with my buddies here, but, um, apparently some of us are friends. (laughs) You guys are friends, right? (laughs) How was Uh, the cross-dressing? That part was really funny. And that was, there was a lot more to that part in this version of the game than there was in the original. Okay. Hot take. Uh-huh. I need your answer. Okay. What game had better cross-dressing? Final Fantasy VII Remake or uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild? Final Fantasy VII Remake. Yeah, he's way hotter than Link. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was going to be an argument. Yeah, he's, he's, he's pretty. Yeah. Yeah, Don Corneo totally chose him, so I mean, of course. Whatever that means. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> can, uh, can I tell you, from someone who hasn't played it yet, sure. but has played Final Fantasy VII, um... There are things that I've seen about this game mm-hmm. where some of the acting and some of the emotions feel really hollow mm-hmm. from what I've seen. So that's part of the area where I was okay. I was leading into. That's one of the things. So, And as someone who has not only not played Final Fantasy VII Remake, but also has not played the original Final Fantasy VII, I kind of want to play it, so I'm going to yeah. keep listening. Okay. So have you guys ever watched any, any English dub anime? Never. Why did you ask us that? Right. <laughs> what is dub? <laughs> Have you watched English dub anime? Yes, yes, of course. Okay, well then you know what I'm t- you know what I'm talking about when I say they have those weird voice acting elements where every time they turn around there's a grunt or there's a like a breath or something <laughs> they, like did that. Did they sync their voice like they have since 13? Yes. Okay. Yes, the voices are synced. There there's a couple areas where it's a sure, little off, but you know, overall with, you don't on, notice it. On overall you don't notice it. Okay. Yeah. On par with 15. Yes, on par with okay. 15, yeah. Um it looks it looks better than 15. Well, sh- yeah. I fucking hope so. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But, but yeah, every time they turn around or do something, there's like, ugh, 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 like, all the time. And that was a little <laughs> annoying. And I was just like, okay. But, you know, if you watch any of, any of that English dub anime out there, that happens a lot. Where or it's any randomly... That, any of that dirty anime. And, uh, that, that Bible Black anime. Yeah. Mm. Hentai. Gotta love it. So, I just... He looked into the windows of my soul <laughs> and said, "Hentai, gotta, gotta love, love it." it. Uh, that was that was definitely annoying. Um, however, the voice acting, other than that, in a couple little areas, was pretty damn good. It was, yes. Who's the guy with the flat top? Barrett. I heard his voice acting is actually a lot better in the game than what the demo led on. It is. It's a lot better. Uh, well. The area that you were seeing from the demo was the very beginning of the game when they're just first meeting, so he was acting on purpose more butch and more tough. Um, and then later on in the game, once you start to, you know, the characters start to get mm-hmm. to know each other and everything, he start, he becomes far more real. 
and you can tell that there's a lot more behind the character than what than you saw in the top. beginning. Yep, than the flat top. What? No, nothing. Oh. I'm just staring at Chris right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, robot Chris. Yeah. <laughs> like, make noises every once in a while so we know you're still there. Um, you know, the reason I'm so quiet is because I'm a Final Fantasy VIII guy with yes! Blade. This is why we're friends, Chris. Apparently. <laughs> I love Final Fantasy VIII. Sorry, I really on. like Final Fantasy VIII. It just pales into comparison to both really seven and, and nine. Yeah, pales into comparison. Have you seen the lore from eight? I mean, are you even really alive, man? And, and none of those are Final Fantasy IV, so it's okay. Ooh, I do like four a lot, though. Okay, so <laughs> uh, and last uh, but not least, you talked about the limit breaks and being interrupted the frustration that that got me heated that was one thing where i got really upset with the game and i was just like are you fucking kidding me because it is not easy to get limit breaks in this game especially in hard mode especially in hard mode it is fucking difficult. like you get like here's the magic you get and like that's fucking it the final boss fight which i'm not gonna say anything about but the final boss fight there's a lot of cutscenes. it's Aerith with a with the steel chair i've seen it. <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh jr and uh Randy Orton's there. RKO out of nowhere. <laughs> uh the final th- there's so many cutscenes. it's so annoying because you uh, you stagger the enemy and you start doing this massive damage and you have two out of your three characters there, there are limit breaks ready to go, and you're like, I'm about to fuck this dude's world up, okay? And you you initiate them, and then all of a sudden, cutscene. And it literally, and it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't continue on after the cutscene, which would be easy. You would think that they would just be like, okay, pause that gameplay, show this, and then continue to go. No, because the character is actually in another place now. The enemy's in another place where you have to go back and, and get to And Cloud's in like a circle just like spinning this fucking like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get you with this boss. So that, that, that actually is a limit break actually no, where he does that not. and throws meteors oh, from the sky. Not in this game but in the original game. Uh, okay. Yeah, I, I'm sure you'll see it in the other uh, parts of the game though when they come out. Yes, we'll that's another dead. thing. It, we'll be uh, hard by then. Yep. So, saying that, this game is 30 to 40 hours depending on how you play it. And it encompasses about a time frame from the original game that I could beat in about three hours. Oh, my God. I'm not kidding. Like, so I, I can't wait for Final Fantasy VII X. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, no, Nobuo Metsu. 10 2. Yeah. 7 10 2. 7 10 2. Oh, no. Over eight days. <laughs> <laughs> Rebirth edition. Oh, man. Oh, heartless. Port for the PS6. Chris um, is like, I don't fucking play Final Fantasy. Yeah, Chris <laughs> actually isn't even in here. They rob you. They do. And I bet you each one of these other ones are also going to be 60 bucks. So of the 30 to 40 hours, depending on how you play, and I don't know if that means like if you play with one hand or two, but like how much of it, <laughs> hey, um, how much of it do you think was worth the price of entry of the, of the core content that's there? Um, 80% of it. Is the other twenty percent finding somebody's cats or like that's one mission, or beating like like how much like bullshit stereotypical Final Fantasy missions that we should be moved on from are in it? So when it comes to side missions, I think there's when you think about the fact that Cloud is a mercenary, right? Yes, like an ungodly powerful mercenary on a mission to save the world. 
How many of the missions do you think shouldn't be there? <laughs> there, are, there if I remember correctly, there are 27 side missions in the game. Okay. And they're only given to you at certain points during the game. They're not just like random, you find them throughout the world. They're only in these areas. And then you find them, but it, it, it kind of tells you exactly where they are. And it does unlock different things. Like you can, some of those missions, you can get some really cool accessories and stuff that you couldn't get before to help you out in battle for the rest of the game. But it, what about the that, mission? The mission itself? Yes. Do you feel it was on, like, I would on say scope? 50-50. I would say 50% of them. Of it the was 27 like, missions. Yeah, it was like, I don't want, uh, you have to find these music discs. So that's a Square Enix issue, that's right? A, yeah, that's a Square Enix Or maybe issue. it's a Tetsuya Nomura issue. It might be a Tetsuya Nomura. I mean, if we're basing that off this and what he did with Kingdom Hearts 3, mm-hmm. Homeboy's kind of slipping a little bit. I mean, yeah. his artistic eye is still 100% there, but I feel like maybe some of the mission structure he's stuck in the past. Probably. It's a lot of, of course, some of these side missions is a very cultural thing. It makes a lot of sense to Japanese culture. Like, you know, as the progression of video games, like, how can you have a a game that's like one of the most beautiful games out right now and then you're fighting cats Mm -hmm. for someone? Yeah, no, I I agree. Jesse's Um, like, I'd fight cats. I would fight cats. I love cats. When it comes down to it, though, um, the the heart that goes into the game, um, when the voice acting is serious, and uh, you really learn the backstories to these characters and 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 what they're about, because you find out so much more, and there is so much more dialogue between the characters in this one, of course, than the original one. But it really makes you feel something deeper for them, even though you already were so involved with them in the original uh, in the original take of the game. So I. For me personally, I I still it's my favorite game of the year. Um, it might be my game of the year. Um, take. We're but, in May, so right. But we got a couple games coming out. There's a lot. Of, there's a there's a lot of nostalgia coming from that. So so you got a filter right now that yeah, it's hard to it's, take away. Yeah, yeah. Okay. it's very hard that's to fair. take away. That's and that's why I'm being fair about it. Like I'm bu- a little biased. Did they add Zach at all into it? Any what? mention of one hundred percent? Yes. <laughs> Okay, well, I gotta play the game now. Okay, yes. I'm excited because yes. uh, Crisis oh, Core is fucking amazing. That actually I'll, changed a lot I'll, of things for me. I'll tell you. Uh, here's here's Kay, a here's Kay, a little spoiler. Just a little. Okay, spoiler. give me a taste. Give me okay. a taste. So Zach, while not playable in the game, of course, is in it far more than he was in the original. It shows scenes from Crisis Core. Oh my god! And changes the way things happen with him. Caleb, hold me a copy back. I'll be in tomorrow. <laughs> so, it's... I think it's going in a cool direction. There, Like I said, traditionalists and peers out there are going to be... There's, there, there's going to be a lot of pissed off people out there about it. I don't give a fuck because I'm willing to look at different takes of things. And it's been long enough for me to be like, okay, this this is fine. So, we'll just see what the other other ones come out and what they do with it. Any avenue that Crisis Core can live on is... Yeah. Good Crisis Core is fantastic. Better than the actual Final Fantasy VII. One of the best PSP that's games. fucking funny. One, one of the best PSP that's, games That's a of dumb all time. thing you just said. No, it's true. Yes, okay. one of the best PSP games of all time. That's my take. Sorry. That was a lot. Um, but... I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to talk about two games that I beat over quarantine. One that came out pretty recently and one that came out in 2016 that I was stupid in. Waited a very long time to actually play. So we'll start with the more recent one. Um, Borderlands 3, um, recent as in, I think it was, uh, what? October of last year. October? Yes. Mm -hmm. Fall, at least, yeah. September, September. September, September. September. Yep, it was September. September of 2019. Um, 
before the great Rona Wars. Um, <laughs> and it, you know, I, I played, I never beat a Borderlands game before. I'll be honest. I never had, um, there. What? Dakota didn't beat a game? That's weird. <laughs> uh, I'm about to beat something. You. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's disgusting. Go on. Oh, God. Anyway, before I was really interrupted. It's not a game. I had never beat a Borderlands game before, and I think part of it had to do with um, either the idea of restarting and just playing as someone else, or, you know, you get so far in, and then maybe I take a break for a bit, and I come back, and I have no idea what the fuck I was doing. Um, or even sometimes, just like the characters I was playing as, I wasn't really meshing with them. Um, but I'd already, I had always been a fan. I mean, I had probably uh, played Borderlands 1 five times i mean you know just starting up and playing again maybe putting like 20 hours into it and then like something happening in life and then borderlands 2 um you know that was a huge couch co-op game for me in my life so playing that when it came out i had it on like ps3 360 and then you know it came out on xbox one so i picked it up on that so and it always eluded me as far as beating that what's that you hadn't beaten it on any of those systems (laughs) no sir Okay, continue. Sorry. Just okay. <laughs> Thank you, Robo Chris. Things that make no sense. Take two. Go ahead. Hashtag. Um, so I, I had always been a huge fan of the game and the jokes of the wall sphincters in the opening opening uh, minutes, but um, I just something about it. I, I never been compelled to to finish the story, but I always loved being in that world. I played pre sequel for like fifteen minutes. That game sucks. And then um, here comes Borderlands three. Um, you know, pretty quiet. We didn't really know about it at all, really. Uh, probably until within um a year of it coming out. I mean, they really kept that close to their chest. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's fair. You know, maybe a year and a, maybe a year and a half at most. But I feel like we didn't have to wait too overly long for that game. The I want to say the first like gameplay trailer they showed was like in March that year. Yeah, because they came out with that really cinematic, like, just still right. shot. And, and that's and then, correct. Yeah. And that's where we saw a lot of the quality of life improvements and also um, the dual element weapons. Mm-hmm. Like, things that it's like, oh, that's fucking cool. Because it's kind of like, when you're in a position where you kind of created a genre, because Borderlands created a looter shooter, I don't care what you have to say, they created a genre. Um, it's kind of like, okay... We did it to where we broke the Guinness World Record for how many guns are in a game. Like, how do we innovate that? You know, and they they did. They were able to innovate it. At, you know, four games in, and um, you know, they brought uh, dual element weapons. They brought new weapon types. They um, brought characters with abilities that we had never seen before. They brought um, uh, ground sliding, which honestly, I think ground sliding is like my newest thing to happen to games lately. Titanfall 2, Apex, uh, Call of Duty, Borderlands 3. Like, if it, if you can ground slide in the game, like, what? Yeah, I'm like, I'm good to go. What was the first game that had ground sliding? Do you remember? T- did something happen before Titanfall 2, Chris? Yes. Or uh, Advanced Warfare. Call of Duty Advanced Warfare? You want, you want to know? What? You want to Oh, was it like wet or something or? Brink. Brink had it before wet? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Well, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> Brink had floor sliding. Yes, it did. It was... Huh? Can you hear me? Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. Brink, now I can. Down the original Xbox. What did? Breakdown. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, game, yeah it sure did. That Holy game shit. that I didn't play because I don't know about it. It did have floor sliding, didn't it? 
Wow. So I'm sure someone like listeners would be like, "No, you fucking idiots!" It's this. It was obvious. Yeah. <laughs> it was obviously the Doom. Monster. Oh, it was Mega Man. Oh shit, he's it's right. Mega Man. He's fucking right. <laughs> it's fucking Mega Man. Oh god damn it! Oh, I love Mega Man. All right, cool. I'm with that. Yeah, I'm about that life. I mean, did did Mario slide when he ducked? <laughs> <laughs> Right? He waited. Totally did. What? Okay. Just, like, totally went like totally Wisconsin when you said that. <laughs> yeah. No, you're still Scooby. Yeah, he did Scoob. Zoinks. Zoinks. I fucking hate you. Fuck guys. you. <laughs> anyway, so okay, maybe the Renaissance of the yeah, of the wall slide, uh, the floor slide. Yeah. Um. So it just it had a lot of quality of life stuff, and I really liked the new characters. It, it, it to me it felt like it was breathing a lot of new life into the series. Um, so when it came out, I was super excited. They had a character that could, um, actually equip two abilities at one time, which usually you equip one and then you have grenades. And so I was not the only person that picked this ability or this character, but for some reason I got to a certain point in the game when it originally came out and I had a fucking wall. Like I'm not bad at video games. Like I know that. And I, I'm also one of those guys that likes to min-max shit, so, like, I'm doing everything I need to up to this point, and for some reason, I had a mental breakdown and could not beat a boss in the game. So, I, like, I tried multiple times, 20-ish hours in, I just set the game down, and I didn't play it again. Was that the, the guy with all the amps around and everything who had the, the big shield? Was no, it that way guy? later than it was that. Way, oh, was it, uh, It was the guy that was, like, he was, like, a big, he was a big guy, and he had the skull head, and he could shoot the skull fireballs at oh, in the theater. Pain on, and Teller. Huh? Or, no, 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 no. Before that, it, uh, yes, no. it is the he had a body. About. No, no, neither of those. He had a body. There was a theater, and there were the curtains, and it was on the Jacob's oh, Planet. Oh, yes. Yeah. I do remember that. I like now. how you looked at him like, no, it was the one you said, Nick. No, it fucking wasn't. So, <laughs> either way, it was an early boss. He should have beat. Yeah, he should have. Early boss, 20 hours in. Yeah, I never but, um, died to a boss in the game, but whatever. You know? Yeah, well, you'll die in real life. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> can't wait. <laughs> And so, um, yeah, so I set the game down, and I, I didn't play it for a bit. And then the first DLC came out, and I saw it come out, and I was like, okay, that you know, that's kind of cool. And then the second DLC came out, which revolved around one of the fan-favorite characters, um, Hammerlock. Hammerlock. And I was like, you know what, I'll, I'll give it another chance. You know, I can't go to work right now, or leave my house, or do anything, so I might as well try to beat some old games I have. So, um, I, I tried it again. I went straight to the Mad Moxie DLC, which was a lot of fun. Um, you know, Borderlands does a great job of connecting their lore and keeping the lore going, and Moxie has plenty of lore, and she has other DLCs as well. And so playing through that, and of course it has to involve Handsome Jack, because where's Borderlands at this point without some version of Handsome Jack, at least? Mm-hmm. And I played it with Cody, um, who is also, I mean, he probably loves Borderlands more than anyone else I've ever met. Yep. And we had a we had a great time, and that it kind of revived the, the comedic side of it, because I'd gotten to a point in the story where, the, you know, it was just kind of... I had to get past the boss. There was no comedy anymore to it. So that kind of brought me back. I was way over leveled and I went back and I fucked that guy up. And then I married his mom and like made him fucking go to bed every night early. And yeah, you became a stepdaddy. I became a stepdaddy. <laughs> and I, I went through the rest of the game and it was a great time. And I fucking finally beat a Borderlands game. And I think it's the best Borderlands Yay, game to ever come out. Thank you. Thank you. It's the best Borderlands Wait, game. You- What's that? Did you become the asshole who ruined someone's mom's girl parts? Yes. <laughs> and boy, did I have fun with it. But I think Borderlands 3 is the best Borderlands to ever come out. It's uh, beautiful. The um, gameplay is fluid. The guns are amazing. So, best Borderlands. 
Are you? Do you mean overall? You overall, including story, including elements, story. Wow. Oh, disagree. Okay. Okay. All right. Disagree. But I mean, that, that's yeah. Exactly. I think the first game didn't really have a story, so I guess if we're comparing. I agree there. The, the first three. game didn't have a didn't have an ending. It had a story. It didn't have sure. an ending. Sure. Yeah. So, so you're saying the tale of Handsome Jack is better than the tale of? Personally, I think so. Personally, I yeah, think... Yeah, easily. Yes, easily, I, yes. Okay, I, so, I think so. But, I, but I, I think overall that Borderlands 3, between the gameplay, the world you go to, how open it feels, uh, um, and the loot, honestly, I just think it's the best it's ever been, and the, the character progression of how you can play a character. Mechanically, I agree. And it's I my favorite it's, version of Sanctuary so far. Yeah, mechanically, I agree. I think it's better mm. than 1 now, and 2. Now, what mm. I will say is I think it is also the buggiest Borderlands 3 to ever come out. The fact that... The buggiest I, Borderlands 3 to come the, out. Sorry, the buggiest Borderlands... <laughs> and I'm only two beers in. <laughs> a beer in three-fourths. Um, I think that <clears throat> it... um For a AAA title of that magnitude, for it being their fourth main series game in, to have that many bugs is kind of silly. There were multiple times I'd be playing with Cody. Stuff would disappear... Mm-hmm. Enemies missions would, you couldn't finish. Yeah, yep. missions you couldn't finish. Uh, enemies would disappear, but like they, you would still have to kill them to advance the the story. Uh, Jesse joined us on the second DLC, and there were these statue side quests that were like not working properly for all party members involved. Um, and we all have very good internet, <coughs> and um, just things like that that happened along the way that kind of made me scratch my head at Gearbox. It's like out of all things, this should just be the most optimized thing possible so um that stood out it, it, i mean it wasn't bethesda level by any means but cool. I, I think that you know it, it definitely there was frustration honestly so so borderlands 3 i uh, right off my high of beating borderlands 3 i was like oh shit i forgot what it's like to beat a game <laughs> and and so and so um I decided to try out another game that had come out in uh, 2016 that basically all of my friends had played and loved. And this series is so ingrained in the first-person shooter genre of which it kind of birthed and, and brought um, a, a lot of life for me back into first-person shooters. I really haven't been um, a big fan of the first-person shooter genre over the last console generation. I mean, I still... I've probably, you know, I've played 10 to 15 of them, but I it, it wasn't the same as it was back on 360 for me. Um, Doom 2016. Um, Love that game. I'm so fucking dumb for waiting as long as I did to play mm-hmm. Doom 2016. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. I was so mad at you for not playing that game for you the guys longest time. talked about it around me all the time, and I just felt like... The, the redheaded stepchild that I, that I'm not actually, but I am redheaded. But, uh, the redheaded stepchild because, like, you guys had so much fun with that game. Chris, you included. I'm sure you'll have plenty to say in this. But, like, and I, I loved the music and I loved the look and I tried it and I just didn't get it the first time I tried playing it. And, I mean, that was probably two years ago, at least. And, and then I, I, I tried again. And this time, you know, I kind of knew that, like, you were supposed to be a badass eventually. And I think part of what I thought was happening in the beginning is that I was a vulnerable character. And it's not that you were a vulnerable character. It was that, like, you have to just go, you know, you have to go find those things that make you the badass character. You know, it's not really that you're vulnerable. You just have to kind of build your stuff back up. It, it, It felt a lot to me like a New Age Metroid as where, like, you know, you're getting your upgrades again. You're maneuvering through a map. You may have to go back once you have... You know, this piece of gear within that level, of course. 
and, and move forward. So I think it was about the time that you get the, um, like the pulse rifle, honestly, which isn't very far in second, third level. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Second or third level. And, and, um, where I, it really started to click for me and I started unlocking abilities and I started really, really, um, getting addicted to the music. Yeah. And it was like, it became a game of chess for me, you know, like the um, imps would show up and it's like, okay, I know that like my shotgun works really well for them. And then like the hell, the hell knights would show up and I'm like, okay, I know I need to run the fuck away from them and kind of lead them around as I shoot them with like the pulse rifle or the rocket pods on the assault rifle. So mm -hmm. it, it kind of becomes like this live action game of chess. And I think they do an amazing job of giving you these, basically these chess boards that you play in these different areas. And they're like, you, you've been building up to these, points you have these tools okay here's these chess pieces beat the game that, that's 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 a good way of putting it because seriously the, the further you get into the game the more you focus on well the imps i'm leaving specifically oh, yeah. so i can get things when i need it so yeah. i don't really pay attention to them at all i'm going for the big fuckers first yeah and then it's like oh shit i ran out of whatever ammo armor or whatever, right. it might uh, be. whatever now like yeah and it's like, you're like, okay, I know this weapon works well against them. I ran out of that. So let me switch to taking out some of these guys. And then, um, it became like this, like, symphony of just murder. Mm -hmm. Because. Symphony of destruction. <laughs> it literally was like, it just became like, uh, like a physical freestyle of weaponry that you use to just annihilate the enemy. Like, it, it's kind of like Chris, you were saying, like, it got to the point where you're like, okay, I'm going to kill this guy and use this gun. So then, yeah, I'm like, okay. Let me see how many of these fuckers I can take out with the pistol before I get tired of doing that. And, you know, and like, I'm going to try and 360 no-scope some of these guys. Um, and and um, why the fact they put the three-round burst shotgun in the game, I have no fucking idea. Because everyone knows that the explosive shotgun is probably the best weapon in the game um, for how much I used it. But, um, yeah, it was, it was amazing. I finally understand what it's like when they're saying, like, that music's your boss music. You are the boss. Right, you are you're, the boss. you're the boss. And every time I got to hear a demon, like, narrate my story about being the doomslayer. And it was, it was amazing. So, I, I can't talk any more highly of that game. It, it, it's honestly, it's become one of my favorite games of the generation. Um, it, I'm sorry, Doom, baby, that I treated you so badly. Um, I'm, so, I'm so proud of you right thank now. Thank you. I, I warmed so, my cold, cold yeah, heart to yeah. see I, you play Doom. <laughs> I don't play spooky games, and for me, that's a spooky game. <laughs> you win. And the the gameplay was was strong enough to where I, I faced my fears, and I kept going. And yeah, Doom Doom twenty sixteen is one of my favorite games of this generation cycle. So hmm. that's awesome, Jesse. What you got, man? God, I have so much, and we have already been talking a long right. time. Right, and, and I only talked on. about Final Fantasy, yes, and I have I, more. Like, you know, what? we'll we'll keep it going. Yeah. We'll make it as many parts as it needs. All to be. right, so. Let me just continue on then with your journey through Doom because uh, I never stopped loving that game. Um, when that game came, I out, was the new side piece, and Jesse was like the faithful lover. Yes, uh, I remember you know the original Doom playing that um, on the Super Nintendo and on PC. I had a PC that could actually play it, um, and then uh, Doom Three, which is pretty controversial, I think, between the Doom fandom. Yeah, it is um, very much. So. I. I I loved it. Uh, you said did... garbage robot, Chris. Yes, we what... can fight about that game in its own episode. Oh, garbage, not like Doom. Anyway, go ahead. Okay, um, and then nothing after Doom three for like a long time. Doom twenty sixteen comes out. Brutal Make... Doom came 
first. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I know. What came first? Brutal I, Doom. A fan. The reason that New Doom exists. I disagree. I'm sure they would have made a, a Doom 2016 without it. Anyway. You, you want to tell me those gory kills came out of nowhere? It was just their idea to do them? Get out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Actually, their idea to do the gory kills was to keep the gameplay fluid and allow you to do melee combat. <laughs> Have you ever seen Brutal Doom? They yes. Go ahead. Yes. Anyway, no, it scares. What me. made Doom 2016? I think arguably is the music. Uh, Mick Gordon does it. Rest in peace. Ah, well, that's a whole other topic. Yeah, it is. Uh, did an amazing job making the music part of the game, and the game was made. Yeah. I think for that music. Honestly, I, I think it is. Um, so going through basically the journey that that uh, Dakota did back in 2016 was fantastic. Um, and then Doom Eternal came out. Oh my god! And I, I, I was very hesitant because I was like, "Man, I want this game to be amazing." And m- did it live up? I, I, there's things I, I have quirks. There's things about it that I, I wish would have been done better. But I will say the gameplay of Doom Eternal really makes up for the things that they missed. Um, it's just everything you've ever wanted from Doom to the max. Mm-hmm. I, and the chess game is taken to the next level. It's like. Uh, it's like just the super mind games of of how am I going to traverse this level? Which enemies am I gonna, am I going to take out first? The the I think the aerial aspect of that game gets elevated as well. Yeah, um, very they much added so. a air dash. They added um, vaulting, and of course the biggest um, uh, I would say uh, traversal. Uh, yeah, traversal addition is the super shotgun, which now has a. A uh, grappling, hook? grappling hook that doesn't bring them to to uh, you. It brings you to them, and I fucking love that. Oh yeah, I I pretty yeah. much spammed that weapon for most of the rest of the game after I got it. It was phenomenal, especially after you master it and you put the fire uh, damage on yes. with it. Oh, it oh, sure. fucked shit up, man. I, I it. I will be pretty honest. I'm a pretty calm guy, but when I play Doom. Man, I, f- I feel like fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger in any of these movies. I just want to rip and tear everything. Yeah. I get so hype every time that music hits so hard. Um, and the, and one of the criminal things about Doom Eternal is that, uh, Mick Gordon didn't get to mix all of the tracks like he did in the original Doom. And I remember talking to, uh, Nick about it and I was like, there's something off. There's something weird about certain tracks in this game that I don't feel as aggressive. I don't feel like it's hitting as hard. But the tracks that are mixed by Mick Gordon, my god. They hit get out of my fucking way. Because I will kill every demon. So good. It it is amazing. Um if you're a completionist, um it's one of the best games to play. Mm -hmm. The first one too. This is even better because takes it in another level. Because once you get to the end of a level in Doom Eternal, you are able to then fast travel throughout the whole level to recollect anything that you missed, mm-hmm. um, and I fucking love it. I'm sorry, Chris, were you going to say I something? I just say, I don't want to... I just love Excited Jesse. Yeah, of course. I just, it's, it's, it's it, you know, he's always so smooth, and he's always so, like, hey, it's your boy, and then when he starts, yeah, I love it. I just, I, I could listen to Excited Jesse all day. Go ahead. <laughs> well, <laughs> thank you, Chris. Uh, Robot Chris. Derail, you're Robot Chris. Oh, you're good. You're good. Um, We're trying to talk about like aggression. You're like, I just love see. I, I, I honestly. So speaking of that, I, I thought about talking about Doom Eternal, but I was like, I know Jesse, and I know how much that game was going to mean to him, and I knew how excited he was about it. Because don't get me wrong, I played the shit out of that. I absolutely loved it. I started playing it before Jesse did, which surprised me. Uh, but. He got into it, and then it wasn't even a competition. This guy was all over it. It was 
Uh, so I, good. Arguably, in my opinion, some of the best uh, music that's come out um, is gent music. Um, so Hell so yeah. going back to Mick Gordon, I think he mixes gent with industrial with a, a groove. And the Slayer Gates music, my, oh, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, I died probably 30 times one time in a Slayer Gate. And the only thing kept keeping me going was the continual music of Mick Gordon because I probably would have quit. Just Mick Gordon being back there like, you can do it, buddy, come on. Yeah, like here, Just listen to this go. riff like 20 more times. You'll get it. Dude, those, um, those Slayer Gates, uh, like there was parts in Doom 2016 where I was like, oh, fuck, this is difficult. But my God, some of those Slayer Gates in Doom Eternal are... They're insulting. It's, it's fucking dumb. Yes, but it it's is. awesome at it the is. same time. And it it's like that chess. It's like that. It's like that chess game you were mm-hmm. talking about. Because you're like, right. that didn't work this time. Mm-hmm. I literally have to figure out. Even though it's like a run and gun, like just fuck shit up type game, it's not at the same time. You really mm-hmm. have to be like, okay, I'll use this weapon on this person first, so then it clears up this for that. It's yeah. Well, and that's that's what surprises me a little bit as the you know the two newest Doom games is like they could just be first like badass first person shooters, right? And like that that. They could do that. That would be passable. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like there'd still be a lot of praise there, but they're like, we're going to put in collectibles. We're going to put in, like, cute little, like, pop figs yeah, that like, are, like, fun. You're, we're going to put in the um, challenges and, and things that, like, you they didn't need to be there, but they gave them to us anyway. Well, you talked about Sanctuary being the best Sanctuary in Borderlands 3. I feel like they could have gone a step further and made it the Doom Hunter base in Doom Eternal. Um, the collectibles are really fun. Um, everyone collects pop figures pretty much at this point. So that was kind of, a, yeah, well, you fucking you have bo- don't fucking you have pop I used to. Don't shake your head, Nick. Anyway, I used to. I anyway everyone you. collects those With pop your figures. racing fox shirt. You have one. Which one do you have, Chris? Alien from Alien. Uh, of course you do. <laughs> uh, uh, you can alien collect um, vinyls, which, by the way, you may not like the Doom 3 uh, game, but that fucking uh, intro song is amazing. Uh, done by uh, Chris Vienna from Nine Inch Nails. Anyway, and Tool was part of that intro. Anyway, I'm sorry. Um, yes, the whole throwback to the original Doom was awesome as well. They kind of tied actually some story elements um, through that, and it's not really important. No one really, yeah, in the end, no. cares <laughs> that the Doom Slayer is related to the guy from Wolfenstein. But they they tied some things up, which is kind of cool. What? Yeah. It's all in the Why background. Would you say it's that? all in the, all the background. background. Ah! You have to look it up. Well, and the and the whole like uh, what was it from the um, the novels uh, in the computer? Yes, the password. Yes, where you could unlock Doom Two and Doom One. Yes, you can literally and play Doom play- One and Doom Two in Doom Eternal. Yep. Um, Good. And and the overall just in your face action is fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's uh, everything I could have wanted from a sequel. Uh, like I said, I I wish uh, Mick Gordon had a chance to master every track, um, but what he did get to can complete and finish is so well done that it kind of makes up for everything else that's in there. And in the game, like I said, I noticed it, but I was still in the moment when I was fighting demons. Um, and they add, I think, a certain element to the story. In the end of the day, you're, you're fighting demons. There's not a complicated story to it, but they do add to the lore, I think, of Doom, the Doom Slayer. Um, and uh, Yeah, he's just not Doom guy anymore. <laughs> yes, he, he is more than, I think, just what we've kind of known him as for yeah. many years. Yeah. And... Um, Oh, what are those enemies with the shields? Marauders. Yeah, fuck Marauders. Yeah, Marauders. <laughs> Bro, Marauders. Fuck, fuck, fuck Pinky. Nope, go. Nope, nope. I play always, Doom Eternal. I play always, Doom Eternal. I always used my chainsaw on, on Pinky. Well, that'd like, be great I if chainsaws could work on oh, the really? fucking Marauders. Yeah, they would show up and I'd be like, nah, I ain't fucking with this. And I nope. would just... Uh, 
Yeah, Marauders and uh, what, what were the other ones? The Archviles? Uh, I don't give a shit. Marauders all day are yeah, the worst. Marauders suck, but Archviles, Archviles suck when you can't find them. Fair. Because you're like, yeah. oh shit, like, you, because they're basically, what, 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 what were those things called? The keys that you had to destroy? Um, that made the demons more powerful? Fuck, what were they oh, called? Oh, um, uh, yeah, the relics or relics. something. Relics. Icons. Yeah, icons. Icons, yes. Yep. Uh, they were basically like an enemy that did that, but even more powerful. And, oh my god, when you couldn't find them, and you just had like 20 demons coming at you at once, even the fucking imps, it was just like, get the fuck off me. Oh, it, it fucks you up, man. It does. It, oh. uh, Chris, did you play Eternal? Oh, yeah. So, I really oh, liked yeah. it. Oh, uh, yeah. The Marauders, of course, they suck. I, I didn't like how if you went to the Doom Slayer Gate, or the Slayer Gates, excuse me, and you had to fight things you hadn't seen in the game yet, you're like, I, how am I, I... I don't even know what this thing is yet. There's even enemies, I'm pretty sure, that aren't in the, the story. I don't think that the... Uh, oh, what are the dudes with the big uh, horns on their head? Um, I can't think of their names right now. They're definitely in the story. Are they in the story? Yeah, they're, they're definitely yeah in the story. that's true. You do fight yes. some things that you kind of come up against yeah. early on. Yeah, it, like the angels or whatever they're called or whatever those things were. The con um, angels. The con angels. You yeah. see them You see them in the uh, Slayer Gates before you see them in the actual story. See, that's... I don't... There, I have some gripes with the game. Again, it's a great game. Don't talk about the story. Like, it's minimal. Like you said, the, the Mick Gordon not being able... Not being on every track. It's like you do feel the difference. 100%. It's weird. And it was so weird because I told Nick, and Nick was like, eh, kind of. But I was like, dude, there's something off about that part of that game that I wasn't I, feeling like I did in Doom 2016. I, I, I just don't think I was paying attention enough. Maybe. And then when I was going back and playing it on um, the second hardest difficulty, which I can't remember what it's called uh, right now. Hurt Me Plenty? No, the second hardest. Oh. The one you played it on initially. I can't remember anymore. Second hardest difficulty. Yeah, um, I, that's when I started like noticing it and I was like, oh uh, yeah, this actually does kind of sound not as dulled. Yeah, it sounds good. Uh, yeah. But what yep. are your other gripes, Chris? Uh, one of my biggest gripes is the exploration where they're like, uh, maybe this is a secret and you go close to trying to figure something out and you just fall off the side of the map and die. <laughs> that sounds like, there, that there, sounds like user uh, error, not the exploration. No. No, there's specific areas I can show you where it looks like there's a ledge. There should be a ledge, but it's just not there. Like I, the, I feel the structure like I feel like there. Doom One did that too, especially in the hell areas. Though Doom One, Doom 2016, sorry, um, but like I where mean, I'd be like, oh, I can make that. No, I can't. Yeah, but I'm talking about like literal ledges that should be able to be exploited. Oh, okay. Just, so like you're talking about like the invisible walls. Invisible like, walls. I, I could, you could like you could definitely make that jump, but all it of a sudden you hit it and you're like, oh fuck, I just fell. You're like, like you're like yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris, you're Chris Hemsworth from oh. uh, uh, Cabin <laughs> in the Woods. <laughs> yeah, just against the wall. Exactly what I was thinking. Yes. yes. Uh, okay. Yes, I know what you're talking about. Did yeah. you have other gripes? Uh. Yeah. Not, not specifically. I, I don't. Okay, okay. I don't really like the platforming that much. Oh, uh, disagree. Yeah, not a I huge disagree. Part of the sequel? Disagree. I, I feel like it's fast, just like Doom's known for. I, I fucking love it, especially later in the game. The original Doom, where you had to do some platforming, but not a lot. I just, I don't. No, I, 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 you know I don't. Want to shoot and kill. Well. I, see, I disagree, especially later in the game, because you get to a point where you figure out how to 
do things to the best of your ability, and they they put these platforming things in front of you, and you just fucking fly all over the place, Dude. and you feel so badass when you do it. Because, the aerial takedowns are oh, so they're cool, so good, especially the aerial takedowns are always a blast. Yeah, you you get on these platforms up top, and like you're way high in the air, and you just come down, and you 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 take you do the aerial takedowns, and you fuck everything up that's uh, up there. I and then you can stay in the air for as long as you can, as long as you have your uh, super shotgun. It's so good. And and I dashing up to the Kekademons. Mm, just yes. ripping out their eye and then coming back. Oh, I Say love that it. again, Robo Chris. They just become nothing. They're just stupid easy in that game once you shoot them with the thing and they yep. burp and you just... I mean, I I just... I, I like the, uh, the circle strafing and all that stuff. I like the classic, you know, like, how are you staying alive? Because you should be dead right now. It's evolved. But you, to maneuver around the area. I just don't like the air part of it. That's just my gripe. It's, it's Tremors 3. It, so, it went to the air. Okay, okay. So, I'm going to ask each of you guys. Which one did you like more? Doom 2016 or Barbie Ooh. Racing? No, I'm just kidding. Or Doom Eternal. Chris, which one did you like more? 2016 actually had real multiplayer and it oh. was... You can say that, but, but, but nobody played it. Anyway, okay, Nick. I loved it. Ooh. You have to choose which child you want to live. <laughs> Doom Eternal. Oh, okay. Doom Eternal. And oh, that was mm. young Jesse. For one reason, I will say BFG Division Doom 2016. That's it. That's that level was pretty cool. That's all you have to say. Though I do want to say that I died. I didn't really die a lot in the game, but I died a fuck ton because I didn't understand I was supposed to be shooting those lasers. Yes, that was oh. kind of shitty. <laughs> so like, I knew to jump yeah. up, but then like for twenty minutes, I'm like. I'm just going to keep shooting around in the room till, and then, like, eventually you shoot one and it goes off. I'm like, oh, son of a bitch. No, and, I, and, like, and I then it was bad. just Kate It was just there. me. Yeah. Yeah. It was just, like, yes. me. I was like, oh, this is my fault. Yeah. Not that you can go to the gym right now, but BFG Division is an amazing song to work out to because you're like, oh, I'm tired. Wait, never mind. I'm back in it. And then it just keeps going. <laughs> like, yeah, BFG Division alone makes Doom 2016 better. But Doom Eternal is a fantastic sequel. Do you, so, so the future of Doom is, is bright and shining? No. Because of Mick Gordon. And I 100% stand behind that. Do you stand behind him, or you just stand behind that fact? Both. Oh, okay. Both. I, I think that that music really was its own persona you, in the game. You. Yes, and thank it, you. And it mm-hmm. made you feel powerful. He, and without that music, I won't. I don't know, if I, I don't know how yeah, they're going to recreate that. It was a that. character in the game that... That was just part of it. That is literally part of its identity. And sure. if you take that away yeah. and try to replicate it, you're not going to be able to. Sure. And, and you know, what the studio versus he is saying aside, I, co- I can completely understand that. You know, whether whether whose fault it was on, right. on what happened, that will, I'm 100% like his music was the final puzzle piece to do. Yes. It was the glue that kept every mechanic, I think, together. And every time you rip something and that, that you know that awesome chord came in, or that beat that just kept going, that that kept you feeling rage and mm-hmm. and wanting to kill more demons. It's going to be tough to recreate that. Really All is. I will say is that if uh, the Rock and Vin Diesel and Sean Gunn and Disney uh, and multiple other things have proved, money can fix a lot of friendships. That's true. Dude. So that's well, very very. Who'd you true. say? Who'd you say? I said Sean Gunn and Disney and Vin Diesel and the Rock. Sean Gunn. Who did I say? 
You said Sean. Oh, Gunn. James Gunn. Thank you. <laughs> it's James Gunn. Yeah. Go. Yes. Yeah. No, Sean Gunn and Disney are just. Fine. I was like, when you said Sean Gunn, I was like, who the fuck is Sean uh, Gunn? Sean Gunn oh. is his uh, brother or cousin. He's the one that does the soup. Soup. <laughs> is that his name, Sean? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Don't fucking fact check me, but I'm pretty sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, yeah. I could talk about. Oh, there's so many other things I can talk about uh, other than Doom Eternal, but that was one. And I still play. Which is stupid. The Doom Eternal soundtrack's not on Spotify, so I go to YouTube like weekly just to listen to that soundtrack. Do you hear those sweet compressed files? Uh, no, actually, there are some that are mixed by Mick, Mick Gordon. And yes, you can... but YouTube compresses all. Oh, the well, files. they yes, compress they, all of yeah, them. Yeah. Well, fuck, I'm screwed. Yep. It's okay. Alrighty, Chris, Robot Chris, what do you got next for us? I think he talked about the two things he. I watched some hoarders. <laughs> like in real life or in <laughs> oh god I'm yeah, fucking man, done again All right, I gotta pee and, and all kinds of stuff so. okay we'll just use this as a natural break again. Okay, yeah, I got fun. tons of stuff I can still talk about so. oh a, a snake oh, came in a wild, a wild Lisi has entered the battlefield hey Lisi alright what's up yeah so Something else that I played a lot, for a while at least, during the quarantine was Animal Crossing New Horizons. And I was yeah, kind of... Yeah, What? All right, bye, guy. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, just, I gotta go. Okay. I can't listen to it. All right, good, we, so. yeah, we didn't want to talk to you anyway. So, um, <laughs> we're all kind of with you. I don't think... The only one that's in this room that's played is, is Nick. Yeah, I feel like I've fucking played with how much my girlfriend has had my Switch over the last month and a half. I was, I was pretty stoked about this game, actually. Um, I like... I like custom like games where you can like customize your, you know your your house or your island. You know I play Minecraft. I love Minecraft. You like being in debt? Yeah, I like being in debt. That's great. What? Uh, <laughs> the game is about being in debt and, that sounds and paying awful. your way out of debt. That sounds stressful. Um, so I I'm I buy it and I'm excited to play it. And Michelle and I play it on my Switch. Mm-hmm. Therein lies the first time I get upset with the game. Because they they talked about they talked about how you're on the same island, which there I was, was like, like a leader, right? In the yes, followers, there was the leader and the followers, and there could be two leaders on the island in which the the main uh, the people who are playing it would would do. Well, what I didn't realize, what I didn't realize was, if you are on the main island and there's two of you on there, if one of you and go uh, goes and like does a story mission of any sort to progress the game, the other person does not get to see that or do that thing. And that was a problem because sometimes they would give you uh, like recipes or DIY projects in the game that allowed you to craft different things that the second person could not get. And I was getting upset. Now, my wife loves Animal Crossing. My wife. She loves Animal Crossing. She played New Leaf on the 3DS. I mean, she still actually plays it. Even with New Horizons out, she'll go to her 3DS and she'll play New Leaf. She loves it. So when this came out, she was super stoked. And I just, the first day was kind of shitting on it. And she was getting mad at me. So, but she understood after a while because I did some shit and took it away from her. So she was like, okay, now I know what it's like. And I'm like, yeah, it's got to happen to you, doesn't it? So... (laughs) That so sounds like a healthy relationship. We went out and bought her a Switch Lite so she could play Get the her... the fuck and, off your island. Yeah, and so she could play her own and I could play my own. After that, it was kind of smooth sailing. But then I started when I... And this I is a question. Yeah. What's a Switch Lite? It's a handheld Switch. It's only handheld. A, a Switch is handheld. 
It's you said a handheld switch. Handheld only. Yeah, it's switch. only handheld. Yeah. Oh, so there's no dock for it. There's, it's just like all no. together all the time. Correct. No, no docking. Yep. The, the uh, Joy Cons are part of the console. Yep. They don't slide Got off. You. Yep. So continue. Um, I started playing and I was having fun for a while, but then I kind of started to understand that the game is a constant, just boring slugfest when it comes to what's going on. You do the same shit literally every day. Now, I get the game is based around taking your time. I hope you're hearing this, Amanda. I get the game is based around taking your time and, you know, it, it's more based in reality and everything because the time in the game is time in real life. So if it is 4 o'clock in the afternoon in real life, it is 4 o'clock in the afternoon in the game and it doesn't progress faster like it does in normal games. I feel like that's the only thing it bases in real life, though. Correct, yes. That's the only thing it bases off in real life. It's just, it gets really grindy. And There's no sick. quality of life elements at all. Not at all. So, I okay, I do, I, you, they call them daily chores. You chop your trees, you, you hit your rocks, you, you, you trim your bushes, you do all that shit. And then, what else can you do for the day? Fish. Trimmed, you can fish. You can fish, but you've already caught all the fish for this time frame. So what you else shoot do you have down, to do? You can shoot down balloons. Uh-huh, you can shoot down balloons, but you you've can, already done that today. You can look for fossils. Uh-huh. You, there's you only five check, you can find per day. You can check your stores. Uh-huh. You can once. go to other people's islands. Uh-huh. Once. You check how much your turnips are selling for. Okay. Can so, someone explain the turnips thing to me? I see that meme, like, it, are turnips, like, gold in this game? So it's the stock market. You buy them for a certain price, and then they're worth something different every day. So if they're worth worth a better price, you sell at a high price. Uh, you yes. Buy low, sell, sell high. Ah, uh, turnips, yes. It's yes. free real estate. Yeah. <laughs> Can, I am basically that meme of that white woman that's looking around everywhere yeah, and the like, equations are showing up. That's yeah. me right now, because I don't understand this game. Go on. What, um, what drove you? When, when it was good, when that shit was good to you, what, what kept you going? The progression, um, or? It was the... Uh, Ability to be able to uh, craft and customize different things to be able to create my world. So I wanted to make it look like I wanted it to look. And But there's only so far it got you after a while. Now, as you progress and as you unlock more things, you can do more of that. But it was just a constant grind fest. And I, it started to get really slow. started to get really boring. And it got to the point where I was picking it up every day and doing my shit. And then it was once every two days... And then it turned into, I haven't picked that game up in almost a month now. God, I wish that happened to Amanda. Yeah, and it's just, Michelle's still playing it, and that's great that she loves it, and people really like it, but I had a lot of issues with it after a while, and it's just not a, it's just not a Nick game. Are you going to trade it in? Yeah, 100%. Yep, I'm trading it in. It's, it's not the type of game that I thought I would be into. How many hours did you have in it? Uh, 30... Maybe. I think Amanda has over like 120, and I'm sure Michelle has at least that. Yeah, she's probably pretty close. Now, did you time travel? Oh, yeah. Do you think that ruined part of the game for you? If you're being honest with yourself. Um, no, because it took me a while to actually time travel. I didn't do Chris, it right away. Chris, time traveling is um, changing your switch time to move past the real world hour mechanics of the game. Ouch. Yeah. That's today on Six Ad World. <laughs> So I, I didn't do that for a while. Like it was a couple weeks before I finally was like, okay, I'm going to do this because I'm interested. I want to keep doing stuff. I want to move on. I just did my shit in an hour and now it's done and I want to keep playing. So I would time travel and then I'd go back and then even time traveling got to the point where I was like, okay, I'm done. And I did the same shit and it's just, yeah. Do you feel like it was a waste of your time? 
Yeah. Do you feel like it's yeah. complete, the game itself is completely, like, overblown? Yes. Personally, I think that. I really do. It's like interviewing someone that was inside the cult that's left now. <laughs> it kind of is, yeah. Yep. Um, I Did never... you drink the apple juice? Was it apple juice? I don't remember what kind of juice Tur- it was. Turnip juice? I don't turnip know. juice. Did you Kool-Aid. Kool- oh, it's, oh, it is the Kool-Aid. Yeah, the Kool-Aid. Uh... I well, I did for a little while. I was like, "Oh yeah, this is cool," but it, it, it was it was it was pretty much a daily thing where I was kind of like, uh, and it got worse and worse and worse and worse. It was I I think the game is like literally less than like five quality of life improvements away from making it a really fun game, dude. Le- okay, so little things like crafting. Okay, yes, crafting. Okay, I need all. So I want to catch certain fish, right? So they're like, okay, create fish bait. All right. So you first you have to find the clams. First off, which is kind of takes a while you have to dig them up and you get them. And when you when you get something, no matter if you've gotten it once or a million times, every time you get something, you pick it up or you catch a fish, it points it at the screen and it says a little quip every time, no matter what. And it like I get if it if it you catch it the first time, it says it's quip and then it never says it again would be perfect. But like if you catch a sea bass in the game. It's like, uh, it says something about like maybe a C plus or something yeah. like that. And it says it every time. It's like opening up a chest every couple minutes in Legend of Zelda. Yes. It's just da 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 da. Yeah, every time. And it, I was like, okay, this is getting ridiculous. And then when you go and craft it, you can't craft multiple of an item, it's only one at a time. And how are they going to play this game so long if you got to crap multiple things? That's silly. That's how that, that's part of the loop. Yeah, that, that, they do that on purpose because they want you to take your time with it. It's supposed to be a relaxing taking your time, but that, and, and you know what? Again, some people might like that and that might be their shit. It's not for me. I can totally understand people relating like that was a great replacement for them while like they were waiting to be able to go back to work. You know, like it felt like it brought some semblance of like a schedule mm-hmm. and stuff for them to do, I guess. But I guess we'll see when, when you know, this stuff has, has passed in, in seven years. Um, if if Animal, <laughs> you know, if this game holds up to the others. The only thing kept keeping them going was Animal Crossing. So I, I, it was pretty quick for me to just disregard that game and be like, you know what, I'm done and... Much to the uh, chagrin to my, you know, wife who was, no, oh, you should play it with me because I want yeah. this and I want that. And I'm like, I don't want to play that game right. anymore. So uh, speaking of crafting games, a game that I, you know, I've never really talked about it on this podcast, but No Man's Sky. Uh, uh, but, but but you have the game that that broke my beating game streak over uh, Corona Vacation um, because it came out with a new update. They Every time I don't try to leave, they keep dragging me back in. <laughs> and there was a mech update that came out. So I, I took a deep dive. Um, my current playthrough I'm doing, I already had like 50 hours on it. And I think I put like another 15 to 20 hours. Um, and again, just creating more stuff. Um, I cannot talk enough about how good this game has become from where it was. Um, I got Caleb hyped up on it again. I talked to him about it for probably like 40 minutes just showing him things you can do. Um, and it, it keeps evolving. And every, you know, you want to talk about quality of life updates, this is a game that's really a poster child for things that you can do. So uh, I'm not going to beat people over head too much about it, but if they want to play with me on PS4, just uh, let your boy know. Just don't. But um, No Man's Sky, they came out with a mech update, added a lot of new quality of life updates, and they're coming out with more stuff um, this year. Not a sponsor, but is this the last time? But you hello, games. Let's go. Ever talk about absolutely no not Man's sky? Absolutely not. Okay. 
I don't know. Will you stop talking about Resident Evil 4? 4? I haven't <clears throat> brought it up at all in this Will you just stop talking Wait, about not Evil? in this one. Is yes. No Man's Sky your Resident Evil 4? No, Skyrim is my Resident Evil 4. Okay, Ooh, good. Yeah. good. Yeah. That's a better game. I've owned Skyrim like five times. That's a better game. I'll accept that. Okay. That's better. Yeah. Yeah, better than Resident Evil 4? Yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Can I, can I talk about the other thing that I did? Yes. Like, watch Hoarders. Please. Yeah, I did watch some Hoarders, but that's. I'll save that for the. Uh, podcast where we talk about shows that are just terrible that we shouldn't watch but we do or something like that um i got death stranding well technically my girlfriend got death stranding and and wanted me to help play that (laughs) and she passed it to you and now you're both taking ointment for it it's i don't (laughs) understand the draw of the game it's weird i don't get it like that it's beautiful it is Beautiful. It is. It's a beautiful game. Did you beat it, Jesse? But, I have not finished it yet, no. Hmm. I have not finished it. it. It's it, so bizarre that and also I'm playing it with Kelsey to be fair. I, I watched a I watched almost a full let's play of that game and when it came to anything uh, that revolved around a cutscene or something with story, I was enthralled in it. I, it was very interesting what was going on. But when it came to actual gameplay, I would fast forward through walking that. Walking simulator. Yeah, the walking simulator. Mm-hmm. I would fast forward through that because I was like this doesn't really interest me, to be honest with you. It's that, not at all. But the story aspect was like, oh, it, this is super weird and interesting. Is there building in it or no? There is like building. Bridges and... But not like, bases or anything. Not really. Not really. No. No. You just kind of add stuff to things and it like makes it for you. You don't actually like Correct. build it. You just like give, you give these little uh, kiosks stuff and it makes them better than they were. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So, so and you can give thumbs up to other people's structures. Yes. So do you like it or not? You don't like it. I. Mm, <laughs> uh, it's got really nice monster cans in it. Monster cans. Yes. Like like big boobies. Like when you're in your. <laughs> oh yeah, you can drink monster in the game. Yeah. Like, there's a chick that had, like, just monster cans. Are you in my circus? <laughs> Norman Reedus with the giant cans. <laughs> Sorry. I, do people call boobies cans anymore? No, this isn't the 80s. Maybe, uh, yeah, maybe at Chris's age they do, but... Ooh. <laughs> well, he's a robot now. He's ageless. Oh, yeah. I am timeless. <laughs> uh, no. No. Uh, I don't care about Norman Reedus like the rest of the world apparently does. Like, I liked him back in uh, what's that movie where he's Moondog Saints? Yeah, yeah, that's that was his piece for me. Like, yeah, we all know what you meant. <laughs> we feel like, I don't give a shit about Norman Reedus, and everybody's like, "Oh, he's so hot." I'm like, he looks like a rat and a human. How yeah, I, I, yeah, I know what you mean. I, I do. I, I mean, I, I think know what he's you mean. Cool. I don't I mean, I mean cool, but he's very much a rat-faced gremlin of a human, if you ask me. That's cool. I mean, no one asked you to fuck him. Well, I mean... Oh, well, this is a side gig for you? No, no. <laughs> not until <laughs> he needs a PS5. <laughs> <laughs> that Xbox Series X is coming out soon. Hey, Gotta man. get that money. 
I will fuck that rat face gremlin for an Xbox Series X, apparently. <laughs> can, I, can I get that uh, on a t-shirt? <laughs> In quotes, Robot Chris. Uh, I, I fuck Norman Reedus for an Xbox Series X. There you go. So, are, are, are you going to beat it? Are you going to beat Death Stranding? No. <laughs> are you going to trade it in? No. Is it digital? It's not my game, so I can't trade it. Did you get the Death Stranding PlayStation? We did. So, like, you have to just like live with that fact, I guess, for the rest of the time you have it. I love the I love the the, the piss the colored piss. controller. I hate the controller because it looks like piss. Uh, it looks like it looks like piss. Orange Herbert backed piss faced controller. Is there a little baby in it? I wish. That'd be fun. You should put a little baby figure. Throw it in the trash like I would a baby. That sounds terrible, too. Damn it. You have three children. (laughs) Part-time. Well, if there was a fourth one in the PS4 Pro, I would abort that one, probably. (laughs) Okay. I'm hoping I can save the controller, and then one day it'll be like, hey, does anybody have one of those Death Stranding PS4 controllers? Because they're worth like a, a... an amount that you could send a child to college, and I'll be like, I have one. And then you'll I'll keep the it. money and not send your child to college. Exactly. They've got to get their own degrees on their own. they got to really earn it. Right. Like, college even get a thing by then? I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> and that was Death Training, brought to you by Robot Chris. Look, there's it's just a delivery simulator. It's it really is. bad. It's yeah. not bad. They I sh- enjoyed it. They should have, like, UPS and Amazon, Ooh. like, people, like, train on that game. That's true. Like, what's with the dolphin with the tentacles? I don't understand what's going on. You're I, not I'm supposed not to understand. Game, You're not supposed to get it. Do you get it when you get further into the game? No. Like, they're, like, <laughs> no. You have to read the Wikipedia, and then it tells you how you understand the game. You have to wait for someone to post an explanation video on YouTube. Yes, like a 20-minute video. So, Jesse, did you beat the game? I have not finished it yet. I was playing it with Kelsey, and um, so I will f- I will play more of it, though. I do want to play more of it. I I, I like parts of it a lot. Yeah, there's some really cool things about that game that I, I want to see more of. Like Matt Mickelson, I, I heard he's really good in it. He is very cool in that game, yes. Dude, he's my avatar on my PS4 when I play game now, so there you go. Yeah. That's how cool I thought he is. Yeah, he is pretty awesome in that game. <laughs> Alright, anyway, so yeah, that's that's my Death Stranding review is what? Exactly, what? that's the best what? review you could give, yep. Okay, fucking talk about your Resident Evil. Okay, yeah, for, for Nick here who had a remake to talk about, I have a remake to talk about, and it's Resident Evil 3. Um, Resident Evil 3. Um, if you had asked me when I first finished the game, man, I probably was on a high from that game. It was really fun. It was really cool. But looking back on it, ugh, it's it's a rough remake. Um, there's a lot of content that I think they took out of the game that needed to be there. Um, the core of the game can be finished in roughly three and a half, mm-hmm. four hours. Yep. And uh, if you're really good, two hours. It's, it's uh, beautiful looking. Uh, Resident Evil 2 did a great job it of really, really revamping what they wanted that series to look like, um, and Resident Evil 3, I think, just enhances it. I think the zombies look amazing. Um, Nemesis has a really cool design for part of the game. And then, partway through, he turns into something that's not Nemesis very quickly. Yep. 
Um, I think the city part of the game is amazing, which again is only 30 minutes of the game. Um, everything that is awesome about the game is so short lived that when you're looking back on it, the journey feels like a, a footnote. It could have been a expansion to the, the second, uh, Resident Evil 2 remake. It, it really could have been yeah. just an expansion. Um, I really much enjoy the Resistance uh, multiplayer game that, mode. That is fun. Um, does it make the game mm. worth $60? No. Um, and had they released Resident Evil Resistance as a separate game, it uh, might have done better. Because then I could actually recommend it to people and say, look, if you don't want to play pay 60 bucks for Resident Evil 3, the Resistance mode is really fun. And it's a $20 game. And I think we can play it together, and it's enjoyable. But as a $60 experience, it's the, one of the most uh, frustrating things um, from Capcom in a long time because they've been on a, a very big success. Yeah, they've been on a high for a while. Resident Evil 2 was amazing. Uh, the Resident Evil 7 uh, departure from the traditional gameplay they had, Monster amazing. Hunter. Monster Hunter World, amazing. They helped fix Street Fighter, which had a rough start. All the new Mega Man content we're getting. All the Mega Man content, the remakes of the Zero Collection, and uh, yeah, uh, lots of the collections altogether. So Capcom... Look, I, call, I call them crap um, for a reason. Okay, I stand by that feeling. They do this thing where they do great, awesome things for the video game industry, and then they just run it in the ground. And I feel like that Resident Evil 3 um, was just a shoehorn in to try and get people hyped on the remake train. You had Resident Evil 7 this year, so they... are sorry, Resident Evil 7. 7. They, uh, <laughs> I was like, the fuck? They had Final Fantasy 7 this year, so they wanted to come out their remake, and it just feels rushed. It just feels so hollow once you have actually looked back and finalized what you've done. It's not. It's not a lot. It's really not a lot to it. It's a really pretty tech demo is what it sounds like. It's a great tech demo. It's a great tech demo. I think Capcom is becoming one of the leaders, honestly, in um, graphics. Um, I I mean, like you're saying, the last two, they're scary, so I watch them. But uh, the last two Resident Evil, Resident Evil uh, 7... Um, Monster Hunter. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Devil May Cry 5 are some of the best looking games we've had. Yes. Um, this console generation. Their photorealism is. It's getting pretty nutty. It is. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's. Yeah. You're in. And when you're in the town of Raccoon City again as Jill, that's some of the coolest stuff I've seen. But it's so short lived. You instantly go to the sewers. You're instantly in a laboratory and you take away. They they completely cut out. The clock tower yep. from the original Resident Evil game, and replaced it with something that's really, really boring. Very boring. Resident Evil Two remake still felt like Resident Evil Two. I mean, obviously, it expanded on uh, what Resident Evil Two was graphically, you know, mechanically, and um, you know, added a few elements. But you were like, "Oh wow, this is Resident Evil Two. You're in the police station. You're you're getting all these things," and they just. It, this did not feel like Resident Evil 3. Resident Evil 2 is not that long either, though, right? Uh, It's a lot longer than 3. It is. Uh, it is. Like, yes, I like, got... What, like six hours long? No. No, it, it's... If you don't know what you're doing, if the first time you're playing 10, 12 hours maybe, uh, uh, the initially for people who like don't understand that type of game or just now getting into that stuff. Now, for someone like me who I played Resident Evil 2 Remake, I... Lost, Six times? I, no, I lost count of how many times I played the game because I started speedrunning the game and I was doing sub two hours um, on normal mode, not on hardcore. But if I want to go and do that with Resident Evil 3, I could probably sub that game in an hour. Do sub an hour on that game. If I if I really wanted to do that and learn the mechanics behind the speedrunning like I did with 2, 
it just the content's not there. It's very it's missing so many things. And it starts off strong because the city you're like, okay, you're going you have to run through this and this connects to this just like it did in the original and right. you're like, okay, okay. And then it just disappears. The the feeling of that of that original game just completely disappears. Aside from maybe Nikolai, I think they did a good job with updating the characters. Um given more sure. time with Jill, I think people would have really liked her. Um, I think her character model is awesome. Yep. Very, very good, good character model. Very down to earth. Um, yep. She's very in your face. Um, very strong character. Carlos was a Great dweeb. With cars. <laughs> yes. Carlos was a dweeb in Resident Evil 3, and they really made him. He kind of uh, sounds like Keanu Reeves. He's still the one liner. He guy. is, but it's a, it's more of an action hero than yes, a nerdy Far kind of more feel. of an action hero. Uh, poor Brad Vickers uh, <laughs> gets his comeuppets in that game still. But. Um, it's it. I feel like they could have really done something really great with it, um, and it, they just fell flat. And mm-hmm. so it sucks to say because I'm a huge Resident Evil fan, and it at first, it, you know, it's really hard for me to get over my bias uh, opinions on it. But reflecting on it, and and now that we barely we barely even play Resident Evil Resistance, I would love to play it more, mm-hmm. but um, it's just not worth it's not worth the price. Nope, it sure isn't. Maybe one day, man, it'll be the No Man's Sky of Resident Evil. No, games. It won't. It won't. We'll get a Resident Evil 4 remake, and I'll either love it or hate it, and we'll be. You think we're gonna get it. that before Resident Evil 8? Uh, yes, yeah. I honestly think we'll get that before Resident Evil 8. Okay. Well, you you saw the most recent thing about Resident Evil 3 that they purposely added those things that Nemesis can do to the zombies to coincide with Resident Evil 4. Mm-hmm. Which is like, mm, okay, which okay. they shouldn't touch that game. Right. But yep, I yeah they shouldn't. We'll, touch it. we'll see. So yeah, you had a great remake. I had a I had a Sad time. <laughs> <laughs> um, one last thing I, I want to hit on. I played a shit ton of Apex. Yes, we've talked about that game a few times. Love that, game. Uh, that game is that game is really good. Um, I'm getting better. You are. I'm getting better. I'm proud of you. Yeah, you're getting better. I'm getting better, and you know, I'm still not you know uh, at you know Jesse's level or anything when it comes to Apex. No, I'm not that good either. <laughs> so what does that say about me? <laughs> uh, but <laughs> it's uh, uh, the new season is super fucking cool. And you know, they've been they've been doing the seasons for a while now, of course, cuz they're on season 5, and they've been adding like little little story elements here and there that mostly came in the form of cutscenes at the beginning of the game, and that was kind of it. This one has gone a step further. Uh it is actually now adding these little um missions that you can do during your playthrough of the battle royale and it's just discovering stuff that's unlocking things um when you're in your when you're in the lobby um that'll have like there's like cutscenes where in the lobby where uh the new character loba is talking to uh different different legends and they're communicating on what they have to do to take to take down revenant because he's taken over king's canyon and all this other stuff so there's a lot more story elements going towards it that gives you some more uh, you find out more about the legends. I just think that's really cool, and you don't see that a lot uh, when battle royale games. It's just kind of like, okay, you're in there, you're going, have fun. Uh, so I've been enjoying the hell out of Apex, and I played it a lot. It was either Call of Duty with Chris and and Jesse, and sometimes Dakota, or it was Apex with uh, with Jesse and a couple other friends that we played with. I, I equated to the Overwatch of battle royale games. It kind of has that appeal of you you resonate with a certain character that you do well with and you the more you play that character the more fun the game gets mm-hmm. and uh yeah i i really enjoy apex um, as much as i love the uh battle zone mode of or war zone mode of call of duty i think i still enjoy apex a little more yeah i agree 
I gotta say, I think I like Warzone more, and the reason being is I think what Call of Duty's been able to do that no other Battle Royale has yet is make you feel like you have a sense of progression between matches. Um, and that may be unfair because, um, I mean, you buy the $60 game and then you can really tap into the progression. It, it is what it is, but I still think that it's an advantage that I can, you know, level up my guns and unlock new stuff that will carry over into future matches. You, you And you still have to be able to call it in, but you can call in your care package every single game. Mm-hmm. I mean, very easily. So I think for me, that's something that I like that kind of gives an edge over Apex, but I still do like Apex. So, and I'm sure Chris, you probably like Warzone more. Yes. Uh, oh, I just, there's, there's a lot to do in in Warzone. You know, there's there's Warzone trips, dub singles, whatever, and then plunder mode. I just like plunder mode, really. You, yeah, I. Well, that's a good point, Chris. I I agree. I think that is something that um, Call of Duty does better than Apex, which Apex is starting to kind of get into. Plunder's dope. Yeah. The fact that we you, didn't like it at first. <laughs> yeah, the fact that you can do duos, trips, quads, you know, all that kind of stuff, depending and, on which one they let you. Yes, do. D- depending on which one they let yeah. you do. Now, Apex has recently added in duos, which yes. is fun, and I think that's really cool that they've done that. But I, I kind of want to see them add quads. And and you know, and, we're we're talking about like I said, a, a free game, exactly from a very big studio though. Yeah. And then I mean, Warzone's free now, but it hasn't, you know, you're it's still it built off the from, legs, yes, right? Yeah. It's built off the legs of Modern Warfare, so mm-hmm. from an equally massive studio. So I I will say the one change I want to see from Warzone is I feel like the initial uh uh closing of the map um is too intense in Warzone. Um in Apex, the first round the the ring closes in, and if you're stuck out there, it's feasible that you can live. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't hurt you more um, like it does at the end of the game. But with Warzone, man, they don't fucking care. If it's the first mm-hmm. round and that map's closing in, you could it you could be like very close I, actually to the edge of the map and still die. Some people might disagree with this, uh, which is fine because they they like the fact that you need to pay attention more. But also, Call of Duty's pretty bad at making you aware that the sometimes I've that the, died the, so many times yes. from the gas. Yeah, it and it's. It's really like all of a sudden, like oh, oh my god! Like it, it, I mean, don't get me wrong. Sometimes in Apex that does happen. We're like, oh shit, the the, the circles coming. Sure, in. usually it's because you, you can someone got ca- you got caught up in a firefight. You got caught up in a firefight, or you know it's the first or second circle, and you're you like, can survive ah, it's that. okay. But with this one, it it's really kind of low key, and well, and it, the gas masks are very rare. Like you mm-hmm. can go multiple matches in a row without getting a gas mask. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, but saying that. I don't have a lot of bad things to say about Warzone. About either one, honestly. Yeah, I no, mean, like, uh, the tagging system, I will ooh, say, ooh, is okay, good not point. great in Warzone. Warzone. But the inventory system, I think, is way better in Warzone. Oh, that big here. I don't like having to manage my inventory in, in Apex. And I love that everything's just built in proprietary to the guns I'm already using in Warzone. And I also love having currency that I can use to buy stuff to That's customize fair. my experience. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. But again, I mean, like, it's like I think apples it, and oranges. I think it depends on the type of gameplay you're wanting also. Sure, I, I, I would sacrifice having a character with abilities for my own loadout that I like to have because I don't feel comfortable in Apex until I pick up my guns that I like. So yeah. I, it, I, I think that's my own personal anxiety thing, like the whole, like, why I play Killer versus Survivor in right. Dead by Daylight. But it's like, in Call of Duty, it's like, I know I'm going to get to my loadout, so, like, I don't feel as anxious that's mm-hmm. yes, because you never know what you're gonna get in Apex. I mean, right. it's just such you, a ragtag. You can like, 
if you're in long enough, you can definitely find what you're wanting. But like, as far as mods and attachments, you, you're not sure what you're going to get. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Well, Loba's cool. Uh, speaking of that, Loba's cool because her ability is she can see uh, purple and uh, gold anything through walls, through crates, and anywhere. And oh. not only that, but her ultimate is... If you uh, basically, it's a it's a like a pop up store that in a certain radius you can it, it like teleports those items into that store that you can grab from it. See, and I'm almost wondering if that's a reaction to, you know, maybe what Warzone's doing. But I don't know. Honestly, she's a thief. So, and that was the whole point of the story from beforehand. Uh, so I don't know. But like, that's awesome though. That sounds it, that it sounds really, is really because, cool. Because if you think about it, in like the new in the new map. Um, uh, world's edge there's vaults that you can get into right and but you have to have a vault key with loba if you have your ultimate you can go next to the vault and put up your store and you can just pull f- things from that vault and it's like oh shit and okay. your um, teammates can I, I will yep. say i will say that i mean warzone really hasn't been out that long but i will say that apex um their lore that they introduce into the maps and the pve that's slightly there is super cool mm-hmm. yes all yep. the monsters so and the uh Yes. Yeah. I would almost say I I would almost hope that people add that into their their battle royales going forward. I still think their tagging system is the best. Oh yeah. yeah. I I need that in any multiplayer. I like being able to be like that person's right there, or you should pick this up. I I want this. It's the best tagging system of any game. Chris, what what were you gonna say, bud? Oh, I have no idea. Oh, okay. I am. I like Call of Duty better. <laughs> uh, surprise, surprise. Yeah, Battlefield Bad Company 2 will always be the best. But that's Dang. anyway. Oh, rest in peace. We're 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 well over two hours here, guys. So um, you know, we're we're glad to be back. The Digital Bath podcast, whether it be in person or in our new uh, sentient bodies that we have. So <laughs> um, from from me, Minifidge, Reaver, and uh, Robot Chris, we love you guys all and uh it's good to be back. We'll see you guys later. Bye.